I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I left China because there were some things I wanted to do in my life and didn't want to admit I was too old for that. On the next episode of On the Job, the podcast from Express Employment Professionals, a man discovers his true passion. Find this episode of On the Job at expresspros.com slash podcast or search for On the Job in the iHeartRadio app. See you next time on the job. Abracadabra, hocus pocus, you're gone. All of your wins, gone. Your national championship, gone. It is NCAA-style justice we will discuss. Welcome the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. You know, kids are often scared of monsters and ghosts and demons and evil spirits, right? They're concerned. They stay up late at night. They wake up. They think in their closet right over there is the big bad wolf. But what you really should be afraid of 
The real boogeyman in the world is the NCAA. That's who you have to be afraid of, the NCAA. Uh, the, the story of the day here, let's, uh, let's not hide from it here, the appeals panel, an NCAA appeals panel upholding the sanctions against Louisville. Down goes Louisville. Uh, knocked out their men's basketball program. Now, what does this even mean? Uh, well, it means different things to different people. I'll tell you what it means to me. The, the Cardinals had to vacate, that's a fun word, vacate, their national championship from a few years ago, the 2013 championship season, 122 other victories. Voila, see you later, you're gone. Uh, get out of here, presto. It's a magic, I'm telling you, it's a magic trick. The, the NCAA. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the NCAA here, they have sleight of hand. Uh, so they also have to pony up, you got to, Pay the man, and the man being the NCAA, Louisville has to pay $600,000 in, in conference revenue that they earned over three years. All of this punishment for a tawdry sex scandal involving, get this, college players and hookers. Man, that's, whoa, wow. I'm sure no college players uh, ever hook up with prostitutes. That does not happen. Only at Louisville does that happen. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, the allegations. You remember, we talked about this off and on over the last couple of years. It was a story that went around the echo chamber of sports conversation back in 2015. There was a book written by the, I believe she was the madam, you know, the boss of the uh, the whorehouse. And she wrote the story there, and then she talked about what had gone on. And she said that a former staffer, at Louisville, this guy, Andre McGee, who was supposed to be the fall guy. Got to have a fall guy. It was supposed to be this guy, Andre McGee, that he was the one that hired her. Patino had nothing to do with it. Uh, and not only was she hired, but a bunch of other dancers were hired to uh, perform the ballet and other risque acts on basketball recruits to Louisville. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Literally, a bunch of hookers and cocaine. It was That's what happened. Anyway. Uh, this is the first time that a Division I men's basketball program has been stripped uh, of this this championship, right? the national championship taken away. It's never happened. Now, people bring up Michigan, but that Fab Five, that you know, back if you're old enough to remember that with Chris Weber being the headliner with Jalen Rose and that group, they didn't win the national championship that year. Uh, that was also... A race, but let's hear now. Louisville came out swinging. They were they were throwing haymakers at the NCA. Now this is the the losing locker room because we always say the better story is in the losing locker room. And the interim athletic, actually the interim president, not the athletic director, the interim president at Louisville, Doctor Greg Postel. Now is he actually a real medical doctor? If I had like a problem with my knee, could he operate on my knee? Probably not. I'm a doctor. Probably one of those book doctors. I don't like the book doctors. They got to come up with a different, a different thing. Uh, like if I was a medical doctor, I'd be offended by the book doctors. I don't like that. Bothers me. Anyway, here's the interim president at Louisville, uh, who points out that this is going to stick right in your gut. We're going to move past this. Uh, we've done absolutely everything humanly possible to defend portions of, of the uh, penalties that were levied. And, and now it's time for us to, to look ahead. And that's no, what not. will determine our brand in days to come. That's a lie. Brand. Brand this. 
All right, uh, but wait, there's more. Here's the, again, the interim president here, Greg Postel. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I've never heard of the guy, and he's got a fake doctorate, you know. Not fake, but, you know, yeah, it's not medical. Never heard of him. Uh, anyway, he uh, points out that there's a right and there's a wrong, you know, bastions of virtue. There's a right and there's a wrong. Let's see which side he believes Louisville's on. Let's find out here. We believe the NCAA is simply wrong. Oh, I believe yeah. that it was important for the university to have appealed portions of the original decision. We felt that the young men who achieved these victories and the thousands of fans who supported them deserved our best effort. Well, again, I wouldn't use the word best. This is where I point out in the advertising world, the term best is a generic term. It does not mean great. People confuse the term best as in great. Like the term best means as good as everything else in that category. So when you say give it your best, it's to me, when I, my ears, the way I'm wired, I know I'm weird, but the way I'm wired here, what I hear is, well, we're just as good as everyone else. That's what I hear, right? Because you can have the world's best sandwich. You know, 17 sandwich shops in your town can have the world's best sandwich and they can get away with it. It's not false advertising because the term best just means as good as everything else. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, but wait, there's more from the interim president at Louisville here uh, pointing out that there's, there's pain. What kind of pain is there involved in this? The pain this decision has created for our fans and our players who were not involved in the events in question is perhaps the most regretful result of this determination. Clearly. Uh, all right, so let's discuss. Now, the, the question here, and we'll kick this around. I'll go first because I got the microphone. You don't have the microphone. I got the microphone. Here's the question. What do you make of the NCAA's decision here to erase Louisville's championship uh, and, and the wins? I, I, I don't like it. I, I, this is right in my wheelhouse. Like, when I heard about this and I woke up and I was like, oh, ooh, ooh, man, that's that's right there, you know, because I've I've yelled about this kind of stuff in the past. It's not just an NCAA thing. There are people, shout out to the Olympics, that do the same thing. So my thoughts on this, you've got silliness, acid wash, and parades of fools. All right? You've got those three things and other things. I'll tie them all together here in a nice audio package. Now, number one. The NCAA and the Olympics, I'm going to toss them here under the proverbial Maller bus. These two are tied together at the hip when it comes to this kind of stuff, uh, trying to take away victories, trying to make things vanish that have taken place, removing medals uh, from past Olympic uh, champions, from athletes that were caught in some kind of scandal, uh, the NCAA and their operation there, in this case with Louisville. They've done it with some other schools over the years. It is pure silliness is what it is. Vacating wins has got to be the stupidest thing you can do. Let's not sugarcoat this. There's no need to sugarcoat this. They are a bunch of dopes at the NCAA. You cannot, maybe be very clear, you can't take away a win. You can't. Even even if Louisville players, all of them, were sleeping with 17 hookers and they had piles of drugs, it doesn't matter. Guess what? It happened. They played the games. I saw it. They did it. The fans saw it. They had the party. You can't just make this, this deceptive move here 
and and use trickery in some kind of voodoo boogaloo and be like, okay, didn't happen. You know how many times I've left the parking lot at the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and thought, man, I'd like to erase that. If I could erase with like a magic wand one show a week, that would be great. You know, I'd be just marvelous. Like when you do a sleep number commercial and the producer doesn't play along, I would like to erase that. But you know what? You can't. It happened. It's live broadcasting, and and that's how it works. And when you play in an NCAA tournament, in this case Louisville, then and they win. You can you can put a mark next to it if you want. It doesn't matter. They won. They won. Done. Over. Kaput. It happened. All right. Now the second thing here. This idea that you can come in and acid wash something from the history books is a page out of a dictatorship. I remember when I was younger and I'd, I'd watch the History Channel. Now it's just called History. Uh, back in the day, and I, I'd watch these documentaries about like Joseph Stalin and these other despots around the world. It, it's like NCAA leadership. They must have watched those same shows, and they love the Russian oligarchies. They love it. They think it's great. They're like, hey, it worked for them. You know, we'll just erase all the pictures. We'll burn all their stuff. Uh, we'll kill them, and we'll chop them in little pieces, and we'll throw them in the back. And it's like they didn't even exist. Louisville won. They raised the banner. They got their stupid championship rings. If you pick Louisville in your bracket, guess what? You got paid. You won. Now, several former Louisville players, including Kevin Ware, he's the guy that had the mutilated leg. Remember that gruesome injury? Which, thank God, because of this story, I had several people send me photos, you schmucks, of Kevin Ware's uh, leg with the bone sticking out of the leg. Thank you. Jerk. Uh, anyway, he he spoke out about this. Kevin Ware tweeted, uh, quote, and this is poetry here. You can tell he paid close attention in class at Louisville. Here's what he tweeted out. Still got this fat-ass ring, which means my guys definitely won a chip. If I'm not mistaken, of course, that was the commentary from Kevin Ware, which is accurate. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, who's gone on and done some good things after Louisville, uh, Donovan Mitchell says, quote, you can take away the banner, but you can't take away the long hours in the gym, the incredible wins, the passion that this team played with, uh, he said, and uh, they were an inspiration to young athletes, including myself. Go ahead, take away the banner. But we all know who won in 2013. That was from uh, Donovan Mitchell. Correct the mundo, yes? All right, now someone, here's my advice. Because I, I, these stories annoy me, okay? I'm annoyed by this. I think I've made that clear. Someone should file some kind of class action lawsuit against the NCAA. And uh, you know, let me tell you why, right? Because they're saying, the NCAA says, well, you have to vacate that so then you didn't win. But my understanding is that if you, again, if you go back to the bracket, Louisville won, you bet on Louisville, you won. So you should hire uh, an attorney. There's plenty of them out there. And, and hey, class action lawsuit, it'll be frivolous, but it'll still be fun because it'll cost the NCAA their lawyers that are on retainer. You'll run up some billable hours for the NCAA and you say, hey, wait a minute. Well, I, I want my money back you know, if you lost on the – the tournament, which you know, most people did, didn't pick Louisville to win that year in 2013. He was like, hey, 
you know, come on. You know, give me some money. You, know, you said that Louisville won, and now you said they didn't win. So what is it? Does that mean Michigan won? Does Michigan get to have a – if I was Michigan, I would raise a banner. I'd, I'd hoist a you know, dopey banner up, and I'd give my players championship ring. Now, the last thing here. This is just the tip of the spear, right? It, it's, we've talked about the leaky faucet. There's a tsunami of scandal clouds that are hovering around the world of college basketball. The storm is on the horizon, and it is coming. Now, it's coming in the form of a leaky faucet, so it's drip, 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 drip. Get a little here, a little there. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that the NCAA rules enforcement wing will be drowning in these kind of stories. And if this is the precedent, you know, this case, hookers, uh, athletes being paid, there's a whole big to-do. The feds are involved in this. Uh, I'm going to assume the position that there's going to be a whole lot of adjustment made to the moral compass of those that run college basketball, the old sliding scale of morality. Otherwise, there you can just erase, what, the last 50 years of champions in college basketball? You pretty much erase them all? None of it happened. If you're going to go by ethics and sportsmanship and not taking bribes and not taking money from shoe companies or getting players hookers and blow, then nobody won a championship the last you know, 25, 30 years in college basketball. Surrounded by a bunch of demons. That's what they're surrounded by, okay? Have I made myself clear? I think I have. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox. And we have, let's see, I think Eddie's back. We have Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. Right over there. I, I am yeah. I am here. I was here yeah. yesterday. Congratulations. Um, oh, you were here yesterday. Yeah, I was. Really? How'd that show go yesterday? It was, was great. It, it was, was a great good show. show. You enjoyed the show yesterday. Yeah, it was. I did, I did enjoy it. Give it a C. No. Yeah, give it a C. No. Did it have Mallers Mountain of Money? C. Well, you liked that. You were happy about that. No, I wasn't happy about that. We had that guy from, was it Bowling Green, who was really funny? We had a really that good caller. guy from Bowling Green, yeah. one good caller. We had four hours and one good caller. Well, I mean, for us, that's pretty good, Four though. hours of radio. He was an ex- exceptional caller. He made us laugh out loud several he times. He was amusing. He was. Yeah. He was an amusing person. Yeah. We, we thought that was fun. But that, yeah, I give it a C. Maybe I'm going to give it a B. C plus, but I know more than a C plus. I'm not going higher than a C plus. I'm leaving it at a C plus. That's where I stand. On yeah. That. Well, we're very excited that uh, what, what producer, are we excited about? producer Justin Cooper is here. He's back from his uh, his yeah. illness. He, his goal here is to get everyone sick. That is his goal. He's going to be hanging out with you, Eddie, and Danny G. I don't think so. I'm in this and room. Be- Danny G is the one who's in peril here. I'm in a room. You're in a room. We're it's sealed up. We're okay. But Danny G's uh, hermetically sealed. Actually, yeah, he, like a mayonnaise Danny jar. Danny G could be in some trouble here. Yeah. And I found out, I didn't know. What did you not know? I'm here Justin, to help you out. Justin Cooper apparently did use the Maller method uh, for, uh, oh, did for he? a bad throat with the garlic. Did, did That's what work? I heard. I don't know. I, he's oh, here. He's a liar. Oh, he's shaking he did, his he, head. He didn't do it right. <laughs> he didn't do it right. If it didn't work, he didn't do it right. He did something wrong. It's a bad job by him. Hmm. He didn't. He didn't. Well, have I would. I would let him on. talk about it, but I don't know if that's you know if if, if he's okay to talk or not. But uh, I did it twice. Yeah, you didn't do it right. I left the garlic in my mouth for an hour each time. But you've got to you've got to use it like a Jolly Roger. Remember, you, you, or Jolly, Jolly Rancher. Yeah. I keep saying Jolly Roger. <laughs> Jolly Rancher. Like you got to use it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What does that even mean? 
they're, they're, it's it's like a you got to treat the garlic like a like a hard candy. I did. did. I, I, I bit into it. I. I... <laughs> you want to finish that? Cool. Nope. Why not? I think you should finish it, guys. I'm not there's stupid. A, there's two, there's a double garlic mallet maneuver. There's that which is which you clearly didn't do right, and then the other one is on an empty stomach. This is the this is the more advanced move, and I do not. Again, you should never take medical advice from someone that does an overnight radio show. Amen. I'm clearly a failure in life. I'm doing overnight radio. Anyone goods on during the day, six a.m. to six p.m. But the advice here that I would give to Coop, but not to you, because you shouldn't listen to anyone on the radio, <laughs> is you take the clove of garlic on an empty stomach. You chop two cloves of garlic up. You then somehow have to get the garlic into your stomach. That's the hard part. <laughs> Raw, uncooked garlic. You can chop it up a little bit. Uh, there's no. How does that help your throat? It helps. Your it helps your entire body. The healing process of the entire body. The whole thing. Maybe you can suck on it, and that'll make it better. Again, Eddie, I have proof. I am a walking testimonial. This. My wife was very ill with the. I think she had the, the cold or the flu or whatever that was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, did not get sick. Did not get sick. I had to do the garlic maneuver four days in a row, and it was. More painful every time, but did not get sick. Anyway, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part of the radio show, we'll call this one Ink Stained. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will get to ink stained here at some point. The Maller Militia reacting. Patrick, the Uber driver in San Diego, critically acclaimed Maller monologue. Critically acclaimed Maller monologue. Patrick says, great Maller monologue. I agree 100%. The NCAA has their head up their tuchus. I think he misspelled tuchus, though. Tuchus, though. Uh, take how, away- how do you spell it? Well, not is like there, he, is there not a Q like, in there? Not like he spelled it. Yeah, he spelled uh, That's not correct. I, I know uh, that's wrong. The way he spelled it's incorrect. Uh Let's see. Ernie says, Ben, the NCAA vacated the Fab Five's back-to-back national championship finalist banners, but I remember watching the games. Now we'll hang an, uh, just an asterisk for 2013 uh, also. Uh, does Kevin Ware's broken leg get vacated as well? It's like men in black stuff, he points out. Yeah. They made, what, two? Was it two men in black or three men in black? They made two. I think there was at least three. Too many then. One was one was enough. Two, well, too the, many. but the first one made money, so there had to be a second one. Yeah, but you know, the first one was really good. Is this, after that, not good. Uh, Danny G. Rodeo. The Danny G. Rodeo account says, Ben, you are absolutely right about garlic. I felt the cold coming down uh, on me. I ate nothing but raw garlic and Doritos for a week straight and knocked that potential cold out of the playoff picture. Brother. Yeah, that's a solid move. Weed Man Hippie checks, and he says, I swear to God, I tried the Mallard garlic today for the first time. Uh, that's our second telepathic event tonight, he says. What was the first? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Uh, you know, the, the Mallard Militia guys, I, I did the Boston show earlier, and the Mallard Militia guys are trying to cross over, and it's very awkward. Like, Weed Man, he, he doesn't quite get the whole concept. 
And that that weasel Nashville Danny, he called it. And and he was also bad at it. So it, it's just it's awkward. Like I think these guys would be fine. I mean, it's just just the same thing, but anyway. Uh, Vols fan Jimmy says, uh, Ben, as many times as you've been caught cheating on the game shows, do you have to vacate all your wins? Well, that's actually incorrect, Jimmy. Uh, the, the big cheating scandals on the show, if you've been not, maybe you haven't been listening, right. Uh, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Judas Garcia over there has been caught in several systematic cheating that, scandals. That, that is have a lie. Lie, lie, lie. Well, he's denying it. He's, he's speaking up here because he knows he's guilty. Uh, so you can that makes sense. listen to his denials and you know the man's got He's got some dirt on his hands. No. Which is fine. The Cowboy Killer says that I should be published in the New England Journal of Medicine. I agree. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That's my legacy. My, my legacy is not mediocre overnight sports radio, but the Maller maneuver when it comes to, to garlic. I'm a doctor. And again, I want to repeat one more time just in case someone consumes too much raw garlic. I am not saying you should do this. You should not do this. You should absolutely not do this. You should spend all of your money on over-the-counter cold medicine. That is what you should do. Uh, that is absolutely what you opt. You must do that. To the phones we go, and let's say hello to Wheezy J. Wheezy J, who's on the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Hello, Wheezy J. Hello, Ben Maller. Um, so I don't know if you remember, but last year I went on your show, and I guaranteed a Mount St. Mary's. Mount Victory over Villanova, and uh, the game started well. Uh, Twelve nothing run to start the game. Uh, didn't end up happening by thirty. But uh, this year I have a similar prediction. There is a team residing in North Carolina. They are called the Campbell, the Campbell Camels, the Fighting Camels, Fighting Camels of Campbell, led by uh, guard Chris Clemens. I'm predicting right now they will become the first sixteen seed. In the history of college basketball, to beat a one seed, you heard it here first, Ben Maller. All right, I I can't go back and forth because your phone. I feel like you're in a prison phone, and you have to like, you have to put money in the phone to keep talking, and there, you, you didn't put enough money in for me to talk to you. There's, <laughs> there's an issue with that. It's hard to make a prediction on what do what do you say the the Campbell fighting camels? Is that what he said? Yes. You can't really make that prediction because I don't know if you know this, Eddie. The brackets aren't out. I don't know if you know this. But yeah, I was aware of that. Yeah, I don't believe have they have the Campbell fighting Campbells, uh, whoever that is. Camels, they, Camels, Camels. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, so you they, want a camel? I heard. Well, I have no nothing against camels. You have a problem with camels? Everyone. Uh, I've never met a camel, so it's kind of hard to say. I want a camel. Yeah. I'd like a fighting camel is what I'd like. That's a tough camel, <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be cool? You get. I heard, I've heard they spit. I don't wouldn't know. Wouldn't it be if that's awesome if you were like a single guy and you're riding around on a fighting camel? Wouldn't that be great? You wouldn't need any of those dopey dating websites. You're like, hey, come to me. Yeah, you I think got, the the fighting camel would would help your a, uh, love life? Yes, that would, women would be so uh, turned on by that. They want to date the man on the camel. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, where are the white women at? So, let me tell you something. I'm on, this is we got we got to rent out camels. Is what we should do. Clearly, we're in the wrong business. Yeah, yeah. overnight radio is. Not, I've determined after 20 years of radio that it's not the way to get rich. So what I would like to do is then start a side business, a camel business, and I'll rent out camels. Be wonderful. It sounds like a great idea. It is me. a good idea. Yeah. 
I'm an ideas guy, Eddie. I always say that. I, I come up with solutions. It's what I do. It's my, that's my lot in life. That's why I'm here. Clearly. All right, we'll get to the ink stained. Uh, we'll pay that off. Also, later this hour, with the NHL Puckham. There's already people on the staff freaking out because there's only a couple of games. They're all, they're all nuts. They're not hockey people like I am. How about my Boston Bruins? What a great night for the, the Bees coming back and beating Edmonton. Solid win. Another solid win. All the way to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. Three unanswered goals in the third period. It was magical is what it is. All right, so we'll get to all that. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here on Fox, and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we start with news from college basketball, where Louisville will have to vacate its 2013 National Championship, 2012 Final Four appearance, as well as revenue and victories between 2011-2015. This after the NCAA denied its appeal as a result of a sex scandal in the program. They're the first Division I men's basketball program to have to vacate a national championship. On the court, number two Michigan State beat Louisville. Excuse me, Illinois, 8166. Right, I know, Eddie. Come I know. On professional network. Got Louisville on the brain. Damn. Uh, Spartans clinch at least a share of the Big Ten regular season title with that win. Also, victories for 16th ranked Ohio State, number 18 Rhode Island, and number 21 West Virginia. NFL News the Miami Dolphins use their franchise tag on wide receiver Jarvis Landry, who led the NFL in receptions last season with 112 and make around $16 million for next season. Jacksonville Jaguars pick up the contract option on tight end Mercedes Lewis for 2018. Titans kicker Ryan Suckup agrees on a five year deal worth $20 million, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have released running back Doug Martin after six seasons. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Now, Ben, we told you last night that Hall of Fame baseball player Orlando Cepeda had to be rushed to the hospital yeah. uh, with uh, an unknown serious medical issue. How's he doing? Uh, we still don't know no. the details, unfortunately, uh, but there but he's are... Still, he's still alive. He is still alive. That's good. There that's was, it. There was a report that he fell in the parking lot of a barrier golf course. Oh, that's uh, suffered a head injury, Ooh. and it's unknown if the fall was a result of some other medical condition oh, as well. So the double whammy. Apparently, fell and hit his head. Obviously, he's 80 years old, so those Doesn't things that do suck? happen. You live long enough, and then just like falling, that, you, know, you just you break your body. Yes, falling. Like it, you're the, it does. You suck. hear all the time, like in the shower, like old older people taking showers. Yeah, they break their their hip or something. Yeah, it's my not, dad's got like a chair he has to sit in, and uh, oh you know, man, keep him from falling. Damn. So, uh, he's still with us, but we don't know how serious the condition is. So, we did want to at least give you some update on on, right. on what happened to him last night. Thank you for that, Eddie. We are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. On your car insurance, just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, ink stained. Uh, ink stained. Now, now man, there's a lot of people have tattoos. I, Danny G's he's got a lot of. How many tattoos do you have, Danny G? What do you have? 32. 32? No, That's a lot. No. It seems like you, you got. You, if you there... have that many, Danny, you, uh, <laughs> you've got a lot. Uh, Private place. Yeah. Uh, no, I have. Eight tattoos. You have eight tattoos. Oh, that's actually when over did, or under. I would have said under. under. How old were you when you got your first tattoo? Six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. My we're having first... trying to have a serious conversation. Oh, we're, we're doing adult radio. This is very, we're doing tattoo talk. I was 23 when I got my first tattoo. Right, you were 23. And and so and then did they all happen like right after another? Like was it like between twenty three and twenty seven, or is it, you know when's the last time you get your last tattoo? Uh, last tattoo was five years ago. All right. So, so yeah, years. most most of them was twenty twenty three to thirty years old. All right. 
All right, well, very good. So I bring this up because after Louisville won the national championship, uh, Rick Pitino decided to go out. How old was Pitino at that point? Let's do some Maller math. Boy, this is going to be tough. It's 2018. Pitino is 65. He hasn't turned 66, so he's going to turn 66 this year. In 2013, so let's go back here. Let's see. It's not trigonometry. Let's see. It's 2018 now. Might as well be for us. But he's not He's not 66, so let's go back to 2017. Uh, so then he was he was 65, 64. He was in his 60s. How about that? Can we just do 60s? He was in his I'm 60s. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So Patino was in his 60s. He went out to celebrate. He had said if Louisville won the championship, he was going to get a national championship. And sure enough, uh, I'm looking at the video right here, Eddie. It's on, thank God for the internet. It never goes away. And there's video on his left, the shoulder. It says, right, let me pause it here. It's a 2013. It's got the L for Louisville. And then it says NCAA champions, and it's got the record right below it. And then there's a picture of him smiling, and he's got this seductive, proud look of seductive? a cop. Yeah, like he's like flirting with the championship trophy, which is next to him in the tattoo parlor. Don't! Hmm. Yeah, like he's looking at the trophy, like, "Oh, I'm so pr- I'm going to make love to you, trophy." That's that's what creepy. he look- That's what he looks like. And and so yeah, so like what happened? Now Patino's not at. He's not in the picture. We know. He's long gone, as Ernie Harwell would say, like a, a house by the side of the road. But, like, does Patino go have some work done? Does he take that off? Uh, is it appropriate that he put the L on there for, you know, loser? Is that appropriate that he put that on his shoulder? Uh, like, what happens to that? I need I think answers. we gotta go I think we gotta go back to the man on on the on the staff with the tattoos. Right. Danny, if something bad happens, yeah. res, you know, with one of your tattoos, what do you do about that? That's a good question, but if you listen to Ben's monologue, the wins happened. They happened. That's you true. can't take them away. So, according well, to I your monologue, well, I, well, I agree, but the the NCAA disagrees. Yeah, but yeah. like you said, it doesn't matter what they think. See what I would do here. The, let me tell you the move for Patino. I'm going to help him out. I'm going again. I'm, I solve problems. All right. Here's what he does. He goes back. He gets the tattoo touched up. It's only a couple years old. He probably doesn't need to be touched up yet. You go back in. You get the tattoo touched up. And you put in large block letters, F the NCAA above the tattoo. That's what you put there. And then you say, that's it. I'm done. Right there. Like the former NBA player, Keith Kloss was his name. Oh, boy, was he good. Who? Keith Gloss. Uh, Kloss was his name. He Never was, heard of him. He's just wonderful. And There it, might be some video on the internet of him. Uh, yeah. About video. My favorite story covering the Clippers in the terrible days uh, was was it? I believe it was Chris Ford, the former Celtic, was the Clippers coach at the time, and Keith Kloss got into a verbal disagreement. He had been sparring with the coaching staff, and he went out. He missed practice because he was getting a tattoo, and as I remember the story, uh, the tattoo was the globe in the middle of his back, and above was F-word the world. In large, large uh, ink, uh, large letters there. Ironically, Danny has that same tattoo. Does he? That's great. Well, it's, the Raider tattoo is the equivalent of that. that. When you have the Raider tattoo, that's the, that's the equivalent of F you. Right? F the world. Isn't that the same thing? No? It's not? Maybe not. Jerk yourself awake. Play all your little sound effects, all that. 
Uh, Weed Man Hippie says he's got a golden ticket. He wants to get on the air right now. He's dying to get on the air, so let's go now to Miami. He's cashing in one of those golden tickets. Well, you are Mallard by the clock, so it needs to be a one-minute phone okay, call. Okay, so it's going to be – you want to use the golden ticket, Weed Man. It's going to be a one-minute phone call, but you're begging to get on the air, so you're only going to be no. on for one minute. No. Okay. I don't want to be on for- All right, then I'll put you on. Good job, Danny. See that? That's negotiation. Because if Danny hadn't brought up that I'm on time, Mallard, by the clock, for the clock, all about the clock – we would have had one minute of Weed Man. We would have hit the eject button on Weed Man. That would have been that. See you later. We'll have Puck, the NHL Puck, the NHL Puck, which is kind of like Puck the World, but it's NHL Puck. Uh, here's the Who Am I game. Here we go. Uh, we're doing the NHL all week. Well, till till one more day. Well, it's just tomorrow. The NBA, the NBA comes back on Thursday, so this could be the last time. All right, here's the Who Am I game, depending on how many NBA games scheduled are scheduled for Thursday. Anyway, it's very confusing. Here's the Who Am I game. All right. Uh, back in the day, the Cincinnati Bengals turned down a trade from the New Orleans Saints that would have sent my draft pick, the, the pick that I was used to be drafted, to New Orleans. The Bengals would have ended up with nine picks, including three first-round picks and two second-round selections. I ended up playing in Cincinnati. I would go on to throw just five touchdown passes. Who am I? That's the question. The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Simply follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Time now for the Who Am I game. Back in the day, the Cincinnati Bengals turned down a trade from the Saints for the pick that was used to select me. They could have gotten nine draft picks, including three first-round picks and two second-round picks. From New Orleans, uh, Cincinnati instead ended up picking me. I would go on to throw just five touchdown passes in the NFL. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? Mr. Nice Guy is going with Alfred E. Newman. Solid guess. Good picture included. Broadway Joe Namath from the New York Bozo. Barney Rubble. Guessed by Cardiac Stanley. Bob Greasy, his standard answer. Captain Cliche checking in. Mike from the LBC. Clearly cheating. Got it right, you schmuck. Archie Manning, thrown out by Marvin the Michigan Man. Rob is going with one of the great names in NFL history, Fair Hooker, who should have somehow been involved in this Louisville story. Right? Fair Hooker. If only a Fair Hooker had been there, no book gets written, no championship vacated. Mark, the full name guy, is very bad at Twitter, but he is sending messages. We don't do shout-outs, Mark. Kyle Bowler, guessed by The Rooster. Uh, who else? Joe Camel. From Ernie, so you can't uh, read that. Oh, our friend Teverly's listening. Hello, Teverly. We don't do shout-outs, so we can't say hello to you. Uh, all right, enough of this. Eddie, do you have an answer? Manic Mike got it right. He sucks. Bad job by you. Of course I have an answer. So did the Fire Lake DJ. Yeah. Uh, the answer is Turk Schonert. Who? Turk Schonert. Turk Stevens, right? Yeah, no, I remember him. No, he used no. to work here. Turk Stevens back in the day. Uh, no. All right, the uh, the correct answer is Akili Smith. <laughs> 1999 draft. Cincinnati had the third pick in the draft. They drafted the hot shot out of the University of Oregon, 
Akili Smith, and he went on to throw five touchdown passes in the NFL. The Saints wanted that pick, and they were going to give up nine draft picks, nine of them, to get that pick. And the Bengals said, no, no, we don't need your stinking draft picks. Let's go to Matt in Indiana, who is, right now, he's the worst caller in 2018. The new year. Hello, Hi. Matt. Hey, Ben. Uh, I love you. Thank you. Big fan. Unless I'm not. Big, big fan. Neil's listening again. Just walked home in the rain in Indiana. Yeah. You walked, you walked home, but you live across the street. Yeah, like three blocks. Yeah. It's close. All right. Well, yeah. thank you for the phone call, Matt. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. I think you're, you're wonderful. You're getting better. You know, the thing about you, Matt, is you're getting better as a caller. Do you know that? I'm getting better every time, and I love the Cubs, Ben. Okay, congrats. I'll give you a cookie. He likes the Cubs. <laughs> hey, by the way, I like the Cubs. Neil, are you doing? Are you responsible, Neil? Are you putting this guy mad up to call the show? Is that you, Neil? Can't close the deal, Neil. Like, I have a feeling right now, Neil is just laughing his ass off at this. He's like, I know, I'll have Matt call Maller's show every night. Just to get under his skin, <laughs> just to annoy the f out of Maller, we're gonna have my buddy Matt call the show. I want you to know that it's not working. Your evil plan is not working. I'm not letting this affect me. I'm a professional broadcaster, and I am not. I am not going to allow some two-bit caller to affect my mindset. It's not gonna happen. The uh, tweets still coming in. Why are they still coming in fast and furious? I, I have no idea. I have, have no idea. Ernie did say, though, that that was Weed Man Billy's greatest call ever, his last call. He thought that was just marvelous, and he wants more calls like that. And Weed Man now is threatening to quit the show again. Uh-oh. He says he doesn't care. He's, he's having another temper tantrum. This is your fault, Danny. You're laughing, but this is your fault. You could have just given him one minute, and then you had to yeah, announce no, it was I, one minute. I offered to give him one minute. Well, now he's all offended. So he's he's well, having we, a hissy fit. We got to stick to this, you know, this amazing yeah. network clock. Yeah, it's a network radio extravaganza. Well, this ought to be interesting. Let's get to it right now. It's time for the NHL Puckham, which since Coop wasn't here, I'm guessing he just made it up. The wins and losses and all that. Usually how, true. That, usually how that works. Eddie actually scored one of the highest scores I've ever yeah. seen in yeah. the NHL. Yeah. His, his goalie went off, yeah. I'm sure he did. Okay, well, Eddie, you have the first pick. Well, I will definitely spend it on a goaltender because the goalies uh, for tomorrow, not mm-hmm. so great. Uh, Mark andre Fleury. Oh, that's my goaltender. Uh, no, he's not. It. Not tonight, he's not. Well, <laughs> all right. Die, die, diarrhea. Ben Bishop of the <laughs> Dallas Stars. Got him. Danny G. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. I'll go with a skater first. How about Johnny Goudreau? Johnny Hockey off the board. Koopa Loop, who you got? It's the NHL puck. All right, I will go with uh, Corey Crawford. And then. Yeah, he's hurt. Yep. Go ahead, one more. Hurry up. Uh, you know, I can already tell we're going to not make it. Hurry, Marshall. He is so bad at this. <laughs> Danny G, go ahead. <laughs> Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane, you got him. I'm up next. I will take uh, Ryan Getzloff of the Ducks, Eddie. William Carlson one and more. Tyler Sagan. All right, I'll take Sean Monahan of the Flames. Danny. David Riddich, Calgary's backup's going to be in the uh, net there. Okay, sure. Yeah. Research. All right, cool. 
I don't know. I don't even know any more players. Jamie Benn is great, available. It's a great boy. attitude. It's a wonderful oh. attitude. Way to go. It's one of my favorite periods in the NFL offseason. The two-week window to give franchise tags out. Yeah! Franchise tag talk on the radio. The Dolphins, for example, they are throwing a whole lot of seashells at a certain malcontent on their payroll. Apparently going to be on their payroll again, or is he? We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The curtain has been raised. Started on Tuesday, NFL teams have not one but two weeks. It, it goes all the way till March 6th, this two-week window, to decide whether or not to you-know-what or get off the pot when it comes to franchise or transition tags of key players who could be free agents. So there's a lot of conversation about this. We had our first salvo that was tossed up in the air at the start of franchise tag season. Are you excited? Come on. You know you're excited. Don't pretend like you're not excited. You're you're excited. This is big news. This is more exciting than talking about curling. All right. I am saving you from lazy sports radio where they break down Lindsey Vaughn. Okay, we're not doing that here. Uh, we're talking about football. Actually, we're talking about contracts is what we're talking about. But anyway, all right, anyway, here we go. Have you been paying attention? Bad job by you. You were not paying attention? What kind of football fan are you? You are a counterfeit football fan. For not knowing this. Shame on you. Big news in Miami. The Dolphins have assigned the franchise tag on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Jarvis Landry. Receiver Jarvis Landry has gotten the franchise tag. So I wanted to discuss this. Uh, Again, the first day here for all of this was on Tuesday. The Dolphins could not wait to turn in the paperwork to get Jarvis Landry the franchise tag offer. Uh, Why they wasted no time is very confusing. It's odd. There are conflicting reports on whether or not the Dolphins did this with intentions of keeping Jarvis Landry or trading Jarvis Landry. So that opens up a question since this is open-ended. And typically when teams give the franchise tag – I know this is going to blow your mind, but it's because they want to keep the player. Not necessarily the case with the Miami Dolphins. In fact, it's more likely than not that the opposite is true. So the question is, should the Dolphins keep or trade Jarvis Landry? This one's easy. Some of these are hard. This one's easy. You make the trade if you're allowed to to make the trade, right? You're better off dealing Landry than keeping him. My perspective on this, the need for speed, game breaker, and sign on the dotted line. Because you can really mess some things up by doing that. We'll link all these things together. You know the drill. It's Maller mashup style. Now, A, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry is a lot of things. And if you're in the tank for Jarvis Landry, you will say, oh, my God, he led the NFL in receptions. 
The guy had 112 catches. And you'll be like, that's really good. And, and who would disagree? 112 catches is marvelous. And he had Jay Cutler slinging the football his direction. He still ended up with 112 catches. Now, if you're a realist, you'll point out that he also failed to get 1,000 yards. He got 112 catches. He couldn't get to 1,000 yards. You know what that is? I'll tell you what that is. Completely unacceptable. If you get to 112 catches and you don't get to 1,000 yards, you are not doing your job. And that's one of the issues here that the Dolphins have with Landry. It's on field and off field. You say it's very odd to have an, an issue with performance when the guy has leads the NFL 112 catches. He's a slot receiver, but the Dolphins have a need for speed. It would appear based on the fact that the, the way the Dolphins got to that number to get to 112 catches, the way they got there was some deception, very safe pass plays, and as a result, a Landry, who's slow-footed, it would appear, uh, did not did not crack many of those plays open for big gainers. He didn't, and so the, that, that's the conundrum here for the Dolphins. And at the price point here, the franchise tag pays for the 2018 season sixteen million dollars for Jarvis Landry. Sixteen million. Now, to put that in perspective. There's some other receivers who are going to get new contracts. But at this moment, we're talking, me and you, we're having this conversation. Jarvis Landry at $16 million, he would be the NFL's third highest paid receiver. The only guys that are going to make more than Jarvis Landry are Antonio Brown and Des Bryant. That's it. That's the list. And you say, yeah, but, Ben, he led the NFL in catches. Okay, he had, a, he had 112 catches, less than 1,000 yards. If you're in that rarefied air, is it fair to say, I believe, I think we can all agree on this, you've got to be a true game breaker. And if you don't get to 1,000 yards as a receiver, no matter how many catches you have, you're not a game breaker. You're not. I know it's cliche and hokey and all that. Landry has not provided that dynamic ability. He hasn't had it. Now, how bad was it? Well, you asked. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how bad it was. Landry... He had 8.8 yards per reception on average. Now, there were 118 qualified receivers in yards per reception. Where do you think Jarvis Landry ranked on that list? Again, he averaged 8.8 yards per reception. There were 118 qualified receivers that were ranked last year. You want to take a guess? You got your number? All right. The answer? 114th in the NFL. So it, it makes you question the Dolphins' logic. Now, they have a evil plan themselves here, and their evil plan is to sign and trade or just trade before the contract is signed. Now, I think I think another thing we can agree on is that when you are paid to be the third best receiver in football, $16 bucks, and you end up, Last year, the fourth worst in yards per reception, that's a quagmire. That's a quagmire. Uh, now, part B of this, Jarvis Landry and Adam Gase, who somehow has kept his job as Dolphins coach, which is a, that's a shocker. You want an upset. This guy's still coaching the Dolphins. They were comparing him to Don Shula a while back. Uh, they're not doing that anymore. That, uh, those uh, comparisons have gone away, unless it's like old Don Shula. 
Like the guy now, Don, not the old, you know, not the young John. You get the point. Anyway, Jarvis Landry and Adam Gaze, uh, to say they butted heads, I believe that would be an accurate statement. To say they butted heads, right? They were not singing kumbaya, roasting marshmallows around the fire. That was not going on here. And so that leads us into a situation where the Dolphins have no choice. They, they, they must, I'd like to give them benefit of the doubt, they must have a trade lined up. There's got to be something lined up, and they're like, okay, this is all just paperwork. It's part of the bureaucracy of football. We'll offer the franchise tag, and then we'll work out a trade. We'll get some extra draft picks, and Landry will go somewhere else. He didn't seem like he really wanted to even play for the Dolphins last year at the end of the year. Now, the last thing here, I'm going to give my professional unsolicited advice. And I give great advice. I give the greatest advice out there. No one else gives better advice. No, I do. Tell you something. I I should get some kind of award for for unsolicited advice given to athletes. Now, there are some mitigating factors here, but my professional opinion is that Jarvis Landry, who is not the fastest receiver in the NFL, he should, whatever kind of acceleration he has, he should, uh, how should we say it, speed up the process or process, and my advice is to sign on the dotted line immediately. The guy's 25 years old. He was 114th in yards per reception last year. He made less than a million dollars, 894000 which is great money for you. It's great money for me. It's great money for our neighbors. It's great money for our uncles and aunts and all of that. But 894000 in the context of the NFL, not great. So he's going to go, using Maller math, from 894000 Jarvis Landry to $16 million. Sign the effing contract. You're like a cheetah. You got you to gotta run like a cheetah to sign that contract. And you, you know what you can do? You can cut the Dolphins off at the pass, right? Because you're going to F with the Dolphins here because they have this plan where like, okay, we'll offer him the contract. We'll work with his agent. We'll trade him somewhere else. You think some other dopey team – is going to give Jarvis Landry a contract at $16 million guaranteed for, for a year? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for me to imagine that happening that, that fast. Lightning would have to come down from the heavens and strike some NFL team to do something dumb like that. We have seen this before, though. We have, we have seen this kind of ridiculous activity. But seldom does, does a franchise tag player uh, end up getting traded. In fact, I can't remember the last time this happened. The, the last big rhubarb where the franchise tag player uh, involved the Carolina Panthers and uh, the defensive back who ended up going to the Washington Redskins, the, the mouth of the, of the South, as they said, from the Washington Redskins. Uh, what's, the, what's his name? I forget his name. Actually. Uh, defense, Carolina defensive back. He went to the Redskins. Uh, anyway, he he went over there and he raised holy hell. Josh Norman, there it is, Josh Norman, and that was the last one. But he didn't get traded. Like Josh Norman, they they rescinded the the the, the deal. They like walked out of it, and then he went off to the Redskins as a free agent. It is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. If you would like to take part, the number has not changed. It's eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven. Nine nine six six three six nine. You can be part of the uh, radio show. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie slash Judas Garcia is 
right over there. How fast would they uh, would they have to time you in the uh, in the forty if you were you were sprinting to get the check signed after you were going to get a raise like that? All right, so you're saying like if Fox Sports Radio came to their senses yeah. and said, "Well, we've been underpaying Maller all these years, and now we want to make up for that." You know, I, I, how, what's a fraction of a second, Eddie? What's that? What? How long is a fraction uh, of a second? Nanosecond? Uh, microsecond? Is that it? Whatever that is, whatever that yeah. thing, I would be like a raging bull. Okay, you understand? I would be a raging bull running through the boss's office. Okay, that's what would happen. Or through uh, walls. Yes, I yeah, would go like, through walls. Like the Kool Aid guy. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Uh, like the Kool Aid guy, or I'd be like the Stay Puff Marshmallow guy. I would just walk. I just put my hand, and there'd be marshmallow goo all over the building, and that's what I would do. Yeah, that's quite a raise. That would be a nice Especially raise. for him. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, wow. he made $894,000. Yeah. $16 million. <laughs> Sign the effing contract, wow. right? Merry Christmas. Merry You got to do Christmas. like the smell test and you got to do like look for a little goo. It's a great mitzvah, is what that is for Jarvis Landry. Especially considering at the end of the year. Remember, uh, Gase called him out. Like he ripped. We talked about it on the show. Called him out. Yeah, Jordan absolutely. Newell. I remember yeah. this. Yeah. I remember you. I remember yeah. you specifically yeah. talking about how he led the league in receptions, but didn't have over a yeah, thousand th- yards. That, that was, was the first thing I? I thought of. That was when, a who am I? When yeah. I saw this yeah. news, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, this is great CFL news for Jason in Ottawa. When our our Canadian international caller, Jason in Ottawa, uh, did you see that the same Canadian Football League team that has the rights to Johnny Manziel? Now they missed out on Johnny Manziel, right? They missed out. They had Apparently, a deadline. Yeah. The Hamilton Tiger Cats. Do you see who else they have now? They no. have uh, a couple of other international players. They have RG3 on their list that, that if he wants to play in Canada, he's got to go to the, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And the other name, here's a flashback, Eddie, from the world of college football. And he was he came out of nowhere. Tua Tungavailoa. Yeah. Remember that guy? From, I still know how to say it. Tua Tungavailoa. The Alabama quarterback, if he wants to leave Alabama and go play in Canada, he's got to be a Tiger Cat, wow. a Hamilton Tiger Cat. How, how do they acquire all these amazing uh, you know, rights to these players? Well, I mean, as you know, and you're a historian of the CFL like I am. Sure. Uh, we love our Canadian brothers and sisters. Who doesn't love Warren Moon? Keep downloading the podcast. We'll talk more CFL. Uh, the, the way it works in the CFL, Eddie, the member clubs – they they have a list of ten players on a negotiation uh, like a checklist like they can negotiate with of international players, and and so they release this list. For example, uh, Hamilton they, they've got these two guys, the Toronto Argonauts. Guess what they've got? Baker Mayfield. If he if he's a flop in the NFL, you know if he gets pop with hookers and cocaine or whatever, and he ends up being a bust, he gets to go to Toronto. If you yeah. Yeah, oh, oh Canada. What is this? Never heard this before. It's uh, South Park. Oh, South, South Park. Park. Movie, oh, okay. Yeah. You've never heard that? No, I don't think I've heard that. But I must. I saw the South Park movie. I don't remember. I guess it wasn't wow. memorable. Well, yeah. They sang it several times in that movie, I believe. I must have just been eating popcorn. That was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I must have just been eating popcorn during the movie. Uh, Lamar Jackson, BC Lions, Eddie. This is big. Josh Allen, Calgary. Yeah. Montreal Alouettes, they've got the rights to Colin Kaepernick. He's theirs. Yeah, they got Kaepernick, so he wants to play in the Well, CFL. getting back to RG3, yes. why, yes, why RG3. is he not up there? I mean, what else is he doing? Why? I mean, clearly the NFL is not calling. It's, it's yeah. time for him if he's going to 
have any football career to go up there and play. You're, you're sending him off to Canada? You want to be, I would be my advice. Yeah. yeah. He did have a great Twitter burn. Was it this oh, week? Did he? Yeah. Did you see that? No. Some guy was uh, some some Browns fan was like, "Oh, I'm tired of RG three. Like, why should I? Why should we pay attention?" I, it was. I'm paraphrasing. I was something. Like, why should we listen to what you have to say or something like that? And RG 3s response was because I'm the last quarterback to get a win for the Browns. Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty good comeback. I give him credit. That's a solid comeback by RG three. Good job by That's him. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. It's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. On Fox. Now, there's a lot of professional athletes. There's a lot of very prominent media figures, politicians, entertainers that are very nervous right now. They can't sleep. Now, why do you think these people, these very powerful people, movers and shakers in society, cannot sleep tonight? They might be listening right now. Shout out to the famous people. I will reveal... Why there is much concern among very famous people in entertainment, sports, and media, and why they're very concerned about what's going to happen when they get up in the morning. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Just Josh writes in, he says, it's early and my Maller math baby fuzzy. But if you go from making $9,000 per reception to over $100,000 per reception, you sign the effing contract. Yes, that is the Maller plan. That's the Maller plan. I'm giving my advice to Jarvis Landry, the franchise tag player of the Miami Dolphins. To the phones we go, and let's see, is he awake? Is he not awake? Uh, The weed man hippie is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Weed Man Hippie. Yeah, well. <laughs> what's right? Now, Weed Man, you, you were very excited earlier. No, what, no, what the, no, what's no. what's okay, going fine. on with you? But let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk, okay? <laughs> I was going to hang up. Yeah. Um, I was going to hang up. All right. But, yeah, you can but, hang up if you but want. Because, because, because I don't have any friends, I see. I really, I see, I thought you were my friend, okay? I'm your, I'm, I'm your friend. Yeah. I'm your friend. I'm your radio friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm your radio friend. But I talk to you more, honestly, sure, yeah. than I talk to any other human, like, on the phone. I hear you. It, I, with voices. If I, you, I talk to you more than I talk to anyone. Well, if it makes but, you feel better, I talk to you more than Coop. If that makes you feel better, I actually but say more fact, words to you than Coop. Yes, what? The fact, the fact is, Ben. Yes. If I had a show, I don't think you would call me, and I don't think you would listen to me, <laughs> I would. and I don't think you would <laughs> yes. be my friend. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> are we and, really? And, are we really having this conversation? I'm your friend, Billy. Yes, we are. Oh, yes, we are. I would. But, I would Coop, call Coop, your Coop, show. I love. Coop. Why are we having Coop, this conversation? I know you love. And Coop. listen, yeah. wait a second. What? Mister Irrigation is treating me better as a caller of the year <laughs> than is. you. What what is, I, what is he? I, what is he? Know, what, is Mr., what is Mister Irrigation doing? Mister Irrigation, if you're, hold on, hold on a second. We'd like to, 
We, we'd a like to championship ring. Okay, good. A all right. Beautiful yeah. championship ring. That is great. I'm the uh, uh, of the year, all right. And he makes me feel good. <laughs> all right. I'm glad he does. He music? sends you stuff. Which, I don't. I don't control music? the. Wa- I don't have anything okay. to do with that. Don't throw me up. Don't I'm throw not. Me up, I don't Danny. control that either. Don't, Danny don't G. He doesn't like you. Weedman Hippie, it's an honor. If you if you were on the radio, I would call your show and ask to be blown up, Weedman. Where's my follow, Ben? Would, Where's uh, my follow? I'll ask the, you're supposed I'm to supposed follow to, me. No, because then you're just going to annoy me. For a year I have to follow you? Is that right? That's the prize. That was That's the, the, prize. That's the worst prize ever. Nobody prize. wants that. I'm very boring. to. You don't want me to follow you. Really? I got to follow yo, you? Yo, yo, you did say yo, that, Ben. Yo, did I say yo, that? Yo, he yo, said you yo, would follow yo, the caller of the year. Yo, yo. But that was before I found out Weed Man Hippie was the caller <laughs> of the year. I thought it was going to be real talk. You're a liar. I'm not a liar. All right, listen. I will I will put a Twitter poll up if the people want me to follow uh, no! Weed Man Hippie. <laughs> why, why is that what? such a problem? Why, why is that a problem? What? It, it's part of the prize. I, I know. Weed I just want, the rules. But it's a democ- the <laughs> it's democracy, and I want to make sure people want me to follow ben, you. They might not want me to follow you. you. No, I'm not going to argue with you, Ben. You, you've been arguing. <laughs> He's giving up. I want to say one thing. Okay, uh, you're trying to change yet. the world. I know, you're, I know. You've called me so much. I know all of your shtick. I know exactly what you're going to say before you say it. We're like an old married couple at this point. The same thing happens. You call up all excited. You're like a puppy dog is what you are, weed man. You're all excited at first. And, and then, like, I don't put a new bowl of water out. And then <laughs> you just start, start attacking me viciously. How dare you? What's wrong with you? All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show. we got to pay off that tease. I will do that momentarily. We have another golden ticket, too. Oh, this guy, uh, I want to hear what's going on with this guy. Because I've been told I was very rude to him. Which I don't think so. I think that's fake news. We'll get that. Manic Mike says, has Weed Man run out of weed? He sounds different. He sounds perturbed, he says. Uh, David says, you're someone's favorite human being. Ah, isn't that nice? Yes, it is. So why are all these powerful politicians, entertainers, and athletes uh, very concerned? They have a little bit of insomnia right now. Probably uplisting. Middle of the night, they're locked in listening to the Ben Maller Show. I'll explain why. We'll get to the bottom of that. And should anyone on the Ben Maller Show be concerned about this? Should one of us be? Are we involved in this? Uh, We'll find out. But first, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we'll start with college basketball news where Louisville will have to vacate its 2013 National Championship, 2012 Final Four appearance, as well as revenue and victories between 2011 and 2015 after the NCAA denied its appeal as a result of a sex scandal within the program. They are the first Division I men's basketball program to have its national championship vacated. On the court, number two, Michigan State beat Illinois 81-61. Spartans clinch at least a share of the Big Ten regular season title. Also wins for number 16, Ohio State, 18th ranked Rhode Island, and number 21, West Virginia. News from the NFL, the Miami Dolphins used their franchise tag on wide receiver Jarvis Landry. He led the NFL with 112 receptions last year. He'll make around $16 million 
for next season. Jacksonville Jaguars pick up the contract option on tight end Mercedes Lewis for 2018. Titans kicker Ryan Suckup gets a five-year deal worth $20 million and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers release running back Doug Martin after six seasons. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Uh, ben, an interesting day for Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. Uh, first came word that the president and CEO of his team, the Mavericks, Terdima Usri, who has been accused of multiple incidences of inappropriate behavior. Never, I'm not, I don't want to overreact here, but I've never heard of that person before. Yeah, t- uh, towards female employees so during he's a his 18 okay. years with the team. He's a pervert. Cuban yeah. called uh, the allegations wrong and abhorrent, but uh, claimed he had alleged, no knowledge of the allegations. pervert. Okay, yes. All then right. came news that Cuban admitted on a podcast that he yeah. told his team it would be in their best interest to lose for the rest of the season, saying, quote, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but look, losing is our best option. Adam Silver would hate hearing that. This was like a year and a half of tanking, and that was too brutal for me. End quote, saying yeah. that next year, of course, will be will be different. But uh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. All right, now I, I am going to take a, a deeper look at that. The, the second part I thought of that, you would. I thought you would. Uh, yeah. The the tanking comments of Mark Cuban have raised. They popped up on my radar. The first part of it, there's a Sports Illustrated story, right? That's where this came from. There was a Sports Illustrated story. Yes. And so the Mavericks are reacting. I also read that one of the the writers on the for the Mavericks website was let go. Uh, also, uh, someone else I've never heard of. Uh, now, the thing I don't know, that story in Sports Illustrated, is it just the the Mavericks or is there more to it? Are there are there other teams that are mentioned? Or is it just a Dallas Mavericks story? And is this the new way for Sports Illustrated? Is this their new their new tactic? Because they took down the Carolina Panthers owner, right? The reason oh that's right, right? The reason the Carolina Panthers are being sold is because of a Sports Illustrated investigation. So is this their new thing now? They're going to go team by team. This will give them. There's enough professional sports teams and major college teams. This will give them content for several years, right? If they do one a month. This will give them Sports Illustrated feature stories because I'm thinking there's a lot of dirtiness. There's a lot of seediness going on at these franchises, so this will give them stuff to write well, about. Well, as long as this is in the news, they'll be interested yeah. in it, like like well, steroids they, at one time. But they make the news, right? Don't they, if they're writing stories about this, this is Sports Illustrated. Well, they didn't well, make it. They just uncovered it, right? Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I think you would agree that if this story had come out, I don't know, a year ago, it probably doesn't get the attention that it, it's getting now eh. because of the climate we're in. Yeah, it would have gotten attention. Well, after, well, yeah, there was a point of demarcation. Shout out Harvey Weinstein, and right. then after that, you know, it's the, we were off to the races. But it seems, am I wrong? Like the last couple of weeks, it felt like it hadn't been at the top of of every news website. All right, well, we'll figure that out. Mark Cuban will hire a crisis management team, and the life will go on. That's uh, how that's going to work. So why are all these people freaking out there? They're just in a panic. They're pressing the panic button, right? There's people right now. They can't sleep. They don't normally stay up this late. They've got anxiety. Uh, they, they just don't know what to do. Uh, they're desperate. They're yelling. They're swearing. They're, uh, they're just doing all kinds of irrational things. The reason that is going on is because right now at the corporate office, do you know where I'm going with this, Eddie, by the way? I don't. You do not. All right. The the reason all these people are very upset, and then we're talking about very powerful politicians. We're talking about prominent athletes. We're talking about uh, people in media that are powerful. 
uh, is because at the corporate offices of Twitter tonight, they are planning on eliminating, deleting thousands or hundreds of thousands of Russian bot accounts that are following po- you know, political pundits, athletes. You know, they leech onto everybody. And and so right now there's a lot of panic because when now it hasn't happened yet. I've been monitoring different Twitter accounts that I know have a lot of Russian bots. I'm not going to name any names, uh, but I have not seen the numbers go down yet. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I keep clicking refresh, refresh. I want to see the numbers go down. Now, should any of us be worried? I wish I had a bunch of bots. I would have more impressive follow numbers. I don't. Um. Eddie, how many bot accounts do you have following you, Russian bot accounts? None that I know of. So you have plausible deniability? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, I think we all have a lot of porn bots that follow us because we tweet out stuff overnight. Yes. I I was going to say that. I see that on all our accounts. Like a lot of scantily clad, um, very flirtatious, slutty women. Yes, that aren't really women, uh, but they <laughs> it are. It says yeah. divine thirty nine four yeah. retweeted, yeah. and then it takes our comments. And they all have like thirty two followers. <laughs> uh, they follow. They follow like hundred and thirty, and they have like thirty two followers. But it's the other Russian bots. So we'd like to welcome those that have insomnia, who are freaking out right now because those very impressive Twitter follow numbers. The number of followers are going to go down, 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 as they say. Former caller of the year. He's a legend. He's in Boston. I hear he's upset with me. He's got a golden ticket. Blind Scott goes to the front of the line on the Ben Maller Show. Hello, Blind Scott. I've got a golden ticket. I was out in the baseball field doing my caller. I've already come back and fed Kramer, done my lottery. Now, you know, me and Kramer, we went to Wendy's in the back bay today. And then I went to Wendy's in downtown Crossing. And uh, there was a guy sitting out front, and Kramer jumped up and ate a burger right out of his hand. The guy was laying on the ground. <laughs> and then we went in for dinner. I went to get well, dinner. Well, hold, no, 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 no. Hold on. It's, calm down. All right? It's not a race. So you're claiming that your friend Kramer, the Guide dog. Is that what we call him? Guide no, my partner. Partner. He's my partner. partner. Your partner. Yeah. Okay. Your partner. <laughs> your partner with four legs. Your friend Kramer ate a burger from some stranger at Wendy's. So what happens after that? Does the person say, hey, you owe me a new burger? What the hell's wrong no, well, with it? Cha- well, the change, he had a change cup, and it fell all over the ground. He said, your dog just ate my burger. And I said, what the hell, Kramer? And I said, well, you're making so much money sitting here. It's lunchtime. You made like $100. Get the hell out of here. What are you eating a burger on the ground for anyways? That's what I said to him, you know. But I did go into CVS, and I got a roll of quarters, and I was going to go back and give him some quarters, but then I just decided to keep them for myself. But then when we went in for dinner time, I go into Dino's around the corner, and the lady gave my meatball on that one. She's all smiling. She goes to give me my change. He jumps up at the change. She thinks he's trying to, like, attack her. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just like it's just crazy the way people treat him, you know. Like they don't treat him like a duck. People be coming up to me and they say hi to Kramer first. That's why I tell him his name's Grover, you know. Oh but, yeah, that's hey, a good move. That's a veteran move. Yeah, hey, so, you have know, you have I, you moved, Blind Sky? It sounds like you're in a different location. Are you are you somewhere you're not normally at? No, I'm in. No, I'm in my apartment now. I didn't move. I was gonna move, and then my parents talked me out of it. Ah, and now, now okay. I'm staying, yeah, yeah. Now I'm staying in Boston. Well, but, that's a very valuable you know, piece of real estate that you have there. 
fine, Scott. You yeah, I was going to rent yeah. it out, but then my parents were like, where are you going to stay? And me and my girlfriend were trying to get, we were trying to get back together. You know, she took like 47 emails I sent her and tried to get a restraining order on me a month and a half ago. And the judge says I wasn't a harmful person and now we're working it out. <laughs> you really, you, know I mean? you, you have the ultimate trump card. Like most guys that just flood a woman's email, they get dragged into court. The guy's like, all right, you're a loser, uh, restraining order, whatever. You, you're blind. You've got the dog. I mean, you've got the ultimate trump card, blind Scott. Yeah, the police told the police actually told me they'd give me an emergency one if I needed one. You know, I said, no, 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 I don't deal with yeah. the police. You know, no, I, mean, no, I don't no, even understand. like the police that much. All they do is eat and stuff. And, <laughs> well, know, don't you eat? I mean, we all eat, don't dude, we? You know? Dude, dude, Justin isn't even feeling that good tonight. He's playing injured. This guy Eddie wouldn't be here if he was this sick. He'd be at home on the couch. You better give more respect <laughs> to Justin. Give him more. He doesn't. Respect, you know why yeah. you don't want to come in? He would get beat up so bad on the radio. I heard Clay Travis beating up. And yeah. I know with Judge, Judge Michael John went. He's with the Outkick Army now. I heard them talking college sports on that show. So I figured really? out what happened look, to him. You listen all the you time, know, Blind Sky. Y'all, look at you know, I'm, yeah. I'm so mad at Big Brother Jake. If you can get him on the show, I want a verbal octagon him. He said I sucked. And I told him he sucked at radio and he don't work it anymore because <laughs> we can never understand him. You know what I mean? I, never, I told him he should stop eating. Pleasant, pleasant, him, yeah, yeah, pleasant conversation. Yeah. Yeah, all right, you're going to put him in a body bag. I know. All right. Well, very good, Blind Sky. Entertaining as always. Now, I was told you were upset with me. It sounds like you're not upset with me, though. We're good, right? Well, I don't know what I'm going mad about. I mean, well, I, Nashville, I Danny, mad. Nashville Danny called the WEI show, and he was like, well, Blind Scott's unhappy. You're not respecting Blind Scott. But they was just, he was just being a troublemaker. He just made oh, that. It was fake news. We're going to get him into media. This is a young kid who's 22 years old who's trying to move to L.A. Eddie blocked him. He could be an intern <laughs> at the company. You guys need to have We, we don't have interns. We don't have interns on this show. We're not allowed to have interns. This is the, no, this there's is a, the future There's a reason America. for that. I can't get into it. Eddie knows, but I can't get into it. Me and yeah. Nashville Danny are doing a haters tour. A Clinton fan and a Trump fan reunite across America yeah. on a sports radio I'm tour. Sure no, one, uh, no one wants to see that. But, okay, thank you, Blind Sky. Go to bed. All right, there you go. There he, uh, Where he goes, no one knows. Blind Scott. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, unless it's not. <laughs> All right. Can't, uh, can't read that on the air. Uh, Joe says every time you put that moron on the air, uh, instantly off. The question is, which moron is he talking about? I was thinking the same thing. That's the question. He doesn't say, he doesn't announce his pronoun. He doesn't get into that. I have no idea. I have no, uh, no idea who that is. All right, eight, here's the number. We're going to have Mallard of the third degree. We've got that coming up. Here's the Insta Trivia. Uh, so I'm not going to even give out the number. What's the point? Uh, here's the Insta Trivia. Blank is 456 points away from tying Wilt Chamberlain for fifth in NBA history. Again, Blank is 456 points away from tying Wilt Chamberlain in the NBA record book all-time for fifth place. That is the Insta Trivia. The answer, next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He's back. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. Looks delicious. I, I can't wait to eat it. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We're going to have Maller to the third degree coming up momentarily. Man, are we excited about that. But first, the instant trivia 
Blank is 456 points away from tying Wilt Chamberlain for fifth in NBA history. Again, blank, 456 points away from tying Wilt Chamberlain for fifth place in NBA history. That is the question. What is the answer? Let's see. Does anyone know the answer? We're looking. We're looking here. Uh, Random guesses all over the place. Uh, We have Hank Finkel from Harry Pothead. Jared Lorenzen, Doobie Toker from Stoner Marvin. Cherokee Parks thrown out by Steven. Mike from the LBC Cheating got it right. Uh, Marcus is going with Keith Kloss as his answer. John Goodman thrown out by Troy Stuck in Seattle. Dirk Diggler from Mr. Wonderful. Can't read that one on there. Chris Dudley from Eric. Good picture of Chris Dudley with the Blazers. Back in the day, Jack Sigma from the New York Bozo. Super Mario guessed by Andrew. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Well, it's somebody who's old, uh, so okay. let's go with um, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, all right. Dwayne Wade is old. Uh, that is incorrect, though. It's also not Allah Abdel Nabi, guessed oh, by Mike. That's, that's a good one. That's a good name. Uh, the correct answer would be Dirk Nowitzki, the big that was, German. That was my other yeah. He would have to average 19 points over the final 24 games to get to that number. Let's do it. Here we go. Quickly. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. He's under the weather, but he's risen to the challenge, the Koopaloo. The NBA All-Star game was, for the most part, very well received, but there was an interesting note from the game as the Timberwolves, Jimmy Butler did not play a single minute. Some reports indicated that Butler was ill. Some said that he was out for rest, blah, blah, blah. Uh, one guy who took serious exception to this was Lou Williams of your Clippers tweeting, you serious, bruh? Yeah. LOL. Solid. Ben Butler's, Good job by Lou. Butler's averaging a league high 37.3 minutes a game. But is it really that big of a deal that he didn't play on Sunday? Uh, yeah, listen, we talked about this, Coop, as you know, the other night. I'm surprised you brought this up again. Uh, but, yes, absolutely it's a big deal. I mean, uh, here's the, the situation. I am disappointed in my media brothers and sisters who have given this the cold shoulder, shoulder treatment. There is chatter that Jimmy Butler was too hungover to play in the All-Star game. That is an amazing story, if true. Either way, Butler looks like a dope in this. Either he chose not to play and he could have played or he was hung over. There's no good outcome for Jimmy Butler. And secondly, Lou Williams has every right to have animosity towards Butler. Uh, he's the guy that's been paying his dues, toiling in the NBA. This, is, this was a big effing deal to him. He didn't get the opportunity. And the guy that did get the opportunity spat a loogie on the All-Star game. Next! Ben, there's been a lot of talk about what the Eagles are going to do with Nick Foles. Now, Hall of Fame GM Bill Polian recently said that if he was running He's the Eagles, dope. he would ask for two first-rounders and yeah. two second-rounders for Foles. Pretty funny, isn't it? Uh, ben, I've got to ask you, what's yeah. the percentage that chance that uh, Nick Foles is traded? Well, the percentage chance is like 15. The chance that he's traded for two second-round picks and two first-round picks is zero! What's, what's less than zero? Listen, uh, the Eagles don't have to trade Nick Foles. They also now have an inflated opinion of his net worth because of a month of football. He's a second-rate, second-tier quarterback. He had an out-of-body experience. Bill Polian's lost his mind. He's just trying to make good television, apparently, uh, which I don't think makes for good television. Nick Foles, over the last, since 2014 through 2017, quarterback rating of 77.7 in the regular season. That's Nick effing Foles. Wouldn't trade a seventh-round pick for him. Next. Ben, there's a very loose connection to this question. All right. 
Uh, it involves Oklahoma City Thunder center Steven Adams. Apparently, he'll he's going to be going to prom, but uh, yeah. I guess a fan named Low on Twitter asked Adams out in prom all the way back in 2015, and he just accepted it on Monday. Okay. Uh, it leads me to ask Big Ben, do you have any fond memories of your high school prom? Yeah. Did you even go to your high school no, prom? No, of course not. I got no memories of my high school. I'm a man. I don't go to a dance. I'm a damn man. You think I go to a dance? Back in my day, men were men. Nobody, nobody would go with no you. No woman would get near me. The women all the women, you know, let me tell you, women are, it's very tough for women to agree on anything. When you get a group of women together, they can't agree on anything. The one thing the women in my high school agreed on, Ben Maller's repulsive. No one get near Ben. No, so I hung out with my, my bros. I hung out with my guys is what I did. Went to a ball game. That's right. I went to a, a sporting event. Because that's what real men do. You don't need to go do a stupid little dance with a bunch of women. They get all dolled up. Who wants to do that? There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How do we do? That's a winner. Thank you very much. Good night. Turns out that the Mavericks of the NBA, you know, Mavericks is a nonconformist. It's a, a rebel, a free spirit. Well, it appears there were a lot of Mavericks working for the Mavericks. A scandal. Scandal uncovered. In Dallas, just the tip of the spear on that, and a tanking pandemic. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote so you have a couple of stories involving a bad nba team the dallas mavericks are not good at playing basketball uh they're not uh and uh, they're un- they're uninteresting on the court they don't have good players and they have mark cuban as their owner but are they going to still have mark cuban on their as as their owner he is in the middle of a and they use that term firestorm but in sports jargon, that would apply. That is the appropriate term for what is going on in Dallas. Now, the first part of this, the, the story which broke in the nighttime hours, the Mavericks circling the wagons here, Mark Cuban firing a couple of team employees after a scandal. Uh, a story from Sports Illustrated hit the, the, the poop hitting the fan here, the report from SI chronicling a series of, shall we say, missteps, but certainly allegations of a hostile work environment. I'm so happy my guy Clipper Darrell didn't go work for the Mavericks. Man, I would, I would feel so bad. Clipper Darrell, he was going to go work for the Mavericks a couple years ago, the Clipper mascot, and he said, no, I'm not going to do it. He stayed with the Clippers. But the allegations include multiple years of inappropriate behavior by uh, the former president and CEO of the Mavericks, there were claims that the head of human resources did little when female employees would complain. They also went in. There's a lot to this, uh, but, but they went into details alleging of domestic violence made against the the team beat writer. I'm sure that guy's impartial. Well, he's impartial now because he lost his job. Uh, he was allowed to uh, stay employed by the team. He stayed on. Uh, he was accused of hitting another Mavericks employee that he happened to be dating. How about that? Uh, Mark Cuban you know, fired the head of the HR department and also the said writer 
as soon as the report came out. They didn't even wait to investigate. You're, you're fired. You're fired. You are fired. You are all gone. And uh, they claimed, because it's, it's, it's good to add some puffery uh, to a story, but they, they claim that working for the Mavericks, the environment in the Mavericks, uh, the, the front office was like a, quote, real-life animal house. And they claim that they did their due diligence here, Sports Illustrated, saying they interviewed more than a dozen former and some current Maverick employees uh, and talked about the, the culture in the Mavericks. So is Mark Cuban going to lose the Mavericks? As long the key to this is uh, no no racial stuff. Like the, the the Mavericks will be owned by Mark as long as there's no racial stuff. Although I, I could be wrong on that. The the, the Carolina Panthers owner uh, he, he was directly involved though. See, are you going to tell me that Mark Cuban was if he was directly involved in this? Then yeah, he's gone. If he's just bad at running a franchise, then he'll keep his job, which is not a job. He owns the team. He won't be forced to sell the team. But we're not at the Donald Sterling level or even the Carolina Panthers level yet. Unless, and I've read some of the stories that are out, uh, there's more to come. When the the sun rises, there'll be some more stories out uh, about the, 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 the the working environment with the Mavericks. But the key to this is Mark Cuban himself being directly involved with these allegations. Is if he's not directly involved, then he can say, "Hey, I, I you know, I'm doing the, the Shark Tank. I'm doing these other terrible shows. That's why I'm not there. And it, my fault. I'll fire everybody. We'll hire new people. That's what we're going to do. So he can he can work his way around it. And if he's directly involved, he's dead. He's out. He's gone. Uh, see you later." There's more, though, from Mark Cuban uh, because Mark Cuban appeared on a podcast I didn't even know existed, uh, and he admitted that his professional basketball team is tanking. And, but wait, there's more, that he told his players it would be better if they kept losing games the rest of the season. Now, just to prove that I'm not making this up, this is from, believe it or not, the Dr. J podcast. Dr. J is 92 years old. He's got a podcast. Isn't that great? All right, here's the Dr. J podcast with Mark Cuban. I'm probably not supposed to say this, but like I just had dinner with a bunch of our guys the other night, mm-hmm. and here we are. We, you know, we weren't competing for the playoffs. I was like, look, losing is our best option. You know, Adam would hate, <laughs> hate right, hearing right. that. But I, at least I sat down and I explained it to him. And I explained what our plans were going to be this summer, that we're not going to tank again. This is like right. a year and a half of tanking, and that was too brutal for me. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go yeah, after That's a hard so, conversation. But, but being transparent, I think that's, yeah. that's the key to being a, a quote-unquote player's owner and having stability. All right, so Dr. J was actually on the toilet when he was doing this interview, and that's why it sounds the way it does, apparently, the, the ambient noise there. Uh, very odd. But wait, uh, there, there's more here. And uh, he again goes into it. You'll hear Dr. J and the the comments about the option, the question and the answer here about the players and losing games. You know, Rick Carlisle, we won a championship with him, but he's like the second longest tenured coach now after Greg Popovich. And so here we are rebuilding, and I'm not going to get rid of Rick because yeah. of our record because it's not about Rick. It's about the talent we put exactly. around him. And it's also about the resources we give him. When you right. see these teams firing coaches yeah. all the time, yeah. it's rare that all of a sudden they <laughs> just turn it around. They're and, guessing. Yeah, they're guessing. 
All right, so oh, look, Dr. J, man, he's into this, man. He's in. He's a podcast guy, man. Way to go. Good job, doctor. Way to go. All right, so this, this podcast came out, and we'll leave the misconduct stuff. We'll get more into that at another time. But let's focus in, laser-like focus, on these comments by Mark Cuban. So uh, the, the ones about tanking in the NBA. So the question is this. Let's do a little discussion here. Where are you on these particular comments? Now, my viewpoint on this You've got transparent, the jellyfish, and the satum touch. You got those three things. Uh, we'll bind all this stuff together. You know the drill. Uh, first of all, it is very refreshing that Mark Cuban continues to want to be honest. Uh, this, these are not new comments. The fact that we actually have audio of this, you know, I guess that makes it a little different. But I, I recall having a similar conversation last year about Mark Cuban also talking about tanking and being all for tanking. And we we talked about that at the time. And typically, there is a veil of secrecy. Uh, the, the, there's a, a code of silence that goes over this kind of stuff when it comes to tanking. It's like the old Army philosophy, don't ask, don't tell, when it comes to tanking. In the NBA, it's like uh, teams, among teams, don't ask whether another team's tanking. And if you do tank, don't tell about it. Right, Mark Cuban... Again, he's he's talked about this stuff before. It's not necessarily new. We just have a different audio recording of it. It's also clear that he feels like it is socially acceptable in the NBA world now that the, the, the public are such lemmings, they're so gullible that they have bought this crap and that he feels like, hey, there's no damage that's going to be done. Like It's perfectly fine now that trust the process. There's a generation of morons that watch the NBA, and they're like, yeah, that's great. Tank, 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 tank. Hey, you do Shark Tank? Tank in the NBA. Way to go. Uh, So he's essentially saying by announcing this publicly again, he's announcing that Maverick fans are rubes. That's what he's announcing. And and it, it looks like that's the case. He's announcing the team's tanking, Mark Cuban. Dallas is fifth in the NBA in total attendance. So the morons are showing up. They're drawing more fans of the Mavericks than the Warriors, the Knicks, the Celtics and the Spurs. So people in Dallas are buying, I don't know if it's corporations or not, but they're buying the tickets. Now, secondly, another reason that Mark Cuban feels empowered and invincible when it comes to talking publicly about tanking is the person that runs the NBA. Adam Silver is toothless when it comes to these issues. He will likely release a statement condemning these comments, uh, the comments about tanking, but I would be shocked if there was even a slap on the wrist. Now, Cuban isn't going to be in trouble because of this misconduct story in Sports Illustrated, but the tanking part of it, uh, it it's not going to matter to the commissioner. He'll overlook that. It's the inmates running the asylum when it comes to this kind of thing. Now, the final word here, you know, you will overlook the jellyfish commissioner. Uh, Mark Cuban, he talked about the need to tank to get that top pick in the draft, like the lottery, right, lottery balls and all that. This is very bizarre, and I'll tell you why. Mark Cuban and the NBA draft are mortal enemies. It's not not my my opinion. That is a fact. Now, my evidence that the Mavericks owner has the Saddam touch, which is not the Midas touch. The Midas touch is everything you touch turns to gold. The opposite is Mark Cuban. He has bamboozled generations of Maverick draft picks. Now, he's owned the Mavericks since 2000. Here's my evidence that he doesn't know what he's doing. 
The Mavericks, since Cuban bought the team in January of 2000, have drafted 28 players since 2000. Out of those 28, how many of those players have averaged 10 points a game in the NBA? You got your answer? 28 total players, not all first-round picks, but out of those draft picks, and not just with the Mavericks. They could they could have gone off to another team and averaged you know, 15 points a game. Out of those 28, how many have averaged over 10 points a game? You got your number? Okay. The answer is two. Two out of 28, and one of them is playing this year, Dennis Smith Jr., who's also shooting 39% and averaging almost three turnovers per game. The other one is Josh Howard from 2003. So in 2,000 years, or not 2,000, in 20 years, it seems like uh, 2,000, about 20 years now, it's 2018 now, uh, Cuban has had two, two draft picks that he has been responsible for that have ended up averaging double digits in the NBA. And when the Mavericks won their championship, they did it trading and signing free agents, not not with a lottery. They did it by making shrewd trades and getting veteran players to come play in Dallas. And Cuban, in recent years, in 2013, now this is a little bit of hindsight because not many people knew for sure this guy would be that good, but the Dallas Mavericks, the story's been told, that the scouting staff wanted the Mavericks in 2013 to draft a player nicknamed the Greek Freak. And instead... Mark Cuban said no, and the Mavericks drafted a different player named the Irish Freak, Kelly Olynyk. Uh, that is who the Mavericks drafted instead of the Greek Freak. They tr- then traded him to the Celtics. None of the players the Mavericks got made much of a dent anywhere. And Olynyk, he's played in the NBA. He's been decent, but a backup uh, in the NBA. So the Mavericks are uh, a mess on several levels, but the whole tanking thing, come on. All right, so Ben Maller's show, Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie slash Judas Garcia. So right over there. So I, what's the verdict on what? on Mark Cuban on on saying this? Is he not as smart as we thought? Is the he tanking? just no, no about oh, the, all the I mean, other stuff? No, no, no about about saying about admitting that they're tanking. Oh, we all well, know he's done the it teams before. have done this. He did it last year. He did it last. This is not okay, the first but time. Is that? Is that just him being honest? Is yeah. it just him being, well, you know, knowing that there's no real repercussions from it? From as you talked about the jellyfish commissioner, or yeah. is he not as smart as we thought he was? No, no, he he knows uh, he's he's so smart that he realizes the fans have been brainwashed by trust the process and rebuild. They're a bunch of dopes, and they'll buy this crap because they they've been convinced from that that whole nonsense of the last like it's been. About 15 years where this has been going on, uh, it's before trust the process. But uh, like he knows he can, he's not going to do any damage at the box office because people will still buy tickets, corporations will still buy tickets, and Adam Silver is a jellyfish and he's not going to really punish him for this, so he's free to say whatever he wants. I was shocked to hear that the uh, Mavericks' attendance is so good. I had yeah, no fifth, idea. Fifth in the NBA. I was more shocked to hear Dr. J had a podcast. <laughs> That's what I was more shocked <laughs> was, about than anything. That was pretty shocking. Blew me how away. How old did you say he was? 92. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I made that up. I don't really know how old he is. Oh. It, sounds, it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds good when you say- I don't think he's say, that old, no. You don't think he's 92? No, I don't oh, think yeah, so. He's probably not that old. Probably not that old. 67. A, 67. Yeah. He's had some scandal himself, you know. He's lucky he yeah. dodged the Me Too no. movement. That's, He'd lose that yes. podcast. Yeah, right? Back in the uh, <laughs> back in the day, right? 
Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Not yeah. the the rock the baby over Michael Cooper. This is rock the baby over somebody else. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm. Wasn't uh, it a reporter? <laughs> was it a reporter? He was involved. Uh, in? Yeah, yeah. I think there were a couple of scandals. If I yeah, I recall. Have those been acid washed? Did the NCAA step in and acid wash those scandals? Did they uh, clean that up a little I'm bit? Not sure about that. No. 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 You're not sure about that. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to be part. Uh, you can give us a call. The number is 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. we part of the festivities. Let's go to Michael real quick in San Francisco, who's next up on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Michael. Hey, uh, this is Billy calling in from Arkansas. All right, we'll hang up on you. It's my fault. See, that's my fault for going to the phone. You see that? Oh, that was was that actually? Oh, that was Nashville Danny. Was that Nashville Danny doing a, a fake call? Yeah, I think that. Was why? It. Why would he like not reveal himself once he got on the air? Because he's being funny. He thinks that was funny. Yeah. Um. Well, I, well, who cares? Doesn't really matter. Anyway, uh, we'll take your phone calls again. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Building the legend, the fairy tale of an NFL quarterback, a future NFL quarterback. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name is a mystery to most. But you can follow him at Danny G Radio. The head is good, but the hump is thick. <laughs> <laughs> and out live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Classic legend building. It happens every year, every year before the NFL draft. Still early in the draft process, if you will, but we will get to that coming up here in a little bit because one of the players who could be drafted number one overall in the NFL draft, they are working overtime, storytelling, uh, and speaking with a forked tongue. While talking about how great this particular player is. We'll we'll go to the phones, though, right now, and we say hello. Let's see here. Let's go uh, say hi to Can't Close the Deal Neil in Indiana. Hello, Can't Close the Deal Neil. Hello, Ben. How you doing? He's on the disabled list. Extended 60-day DL for Can't Close the Deal Neil. Right. I broke my ankle on Christmas Eve. Is Is it true that you broke your ankle intentionally to listen live to the show? That is not true. That is a lie. It helps. It helps out. And guess where I broke my ankle at? I broke my ankle falling on ice at Matt Matt's apartment. Your new buddy. Oh, Matt! Yeah, the worst caller on the show, who's making <laughs> barbecue Len very happy that he's now worse than barbecuing Len. Yeah, I told Matt he's a new legend. I mean, he's he's up with barbecuing Len. I I I tell you what, I laugh my asses off. Whenever I uh, hear his calls. You're so fat, you got two asses there, Neil. Look at that. Your asses. You laugh both your asses off. That's awesome. That's, a, ass that's a, so good right now. That's a big caboose you got. That's a, that's a preview of the lame jokes of the week, which will be coming up in the third segment on Friday's show. That 
uh, third segment on. No, that's not the third segment on Friday. Oh, third hour, third hour, third segment. I'm yeah, sorry. third hour, and you know how it works. We have the A block, the B block, the C block, the D block. In the D block, yeah, lame joke. Yep. Sometimes, yep. sometimes if we have a lot of jokes, we do it a little earlier, and that would be the I C know. block. Yeah. Are you sending hey, jokes uh, in, Neil? Or are you going to send? But this is a very disjointed conversation. Are you going to be sending jokes in, Neil? Uh, normally, normally I do. Uh, I've had a few closers in my time. A time I've been pretty excited about that. That is a big accomplishment because guys can, they, they say oh, I got the closer and that's not that funny. You know. So, <laughs> but they, hey, yeah. hey, I wanted to. I wanted to tell you though. I know I got Matt to call in, and you're all distraught that he's a terrible caller. But hey, man, I mean, I mean, I can't control how the calls go. Yeah. All right. Well, just encourage him to listen. He doesn't have to call, right? He can just listen. You know, he's fine listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah he uh, is. I, I I actually converted him to listening. I've converted a lot of people, Ben. I've got a lot of fans coming your way. So our marketing department is Neil. Thank you, Neil. I like that you, you have the ability to mesmerize people. Hey, Coop, you have something to add to this, Coop? No, I thought I heard your mic. No? All right. Maybe you were talking to somebody else. All right, thank you, Neil. Uh, let's go to, let's see here. Ron in Spokane. Ron is next. What's going on, Ron? St. Bernard. How the hell are you? If I was any better, I would be a cat, but not a tiger cat because they play in the CFL and they, they need a quarterback and they don't have one. And, you know. Speaking of CFL in Canada, Kelly O is the Canadian freak. He's not the Irish freak. Don't be fooled by the O. I was just trying to make a joke. It was no, it was no, don't uh, take everything literally. If you take everything literally, you will want to jump off a bridge. And get time-bombed off like Weed Man Hippie. Hey, uh, Orlando Cepeda. Um, no, no, not understand. Cepeda. Cepeda. Orlando Cepeda. That's how you say it. Okay, Orlando Cepeda. Cha-cha. <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't think the one. cha-cha was at the end of that. I don't Racist. Know. You added that well, on that, there. That was his nickname. Hey, um, it's understandable it's coming off of the 19th hole that uh, he could fall down. I think that's probably happened to many of us before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. What's what's going on here? What what is what is going on here? Uh, okay, I'd like to get to uh, maybe some of the more disgraceful falls in U.S. history. Uh, other than, uh, are are you there? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it could have ended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give him enough rope, Eddie, and mm-hmm. he'll take care of it for you. You don't even have to do it. You just sit back yep. here. Yeah. It's a veteran move. <laughs> That's the first time that a bomb was triggered by an F word. <laughs> it was an F bomb, Danny. <laughs> an F bomb by Ron. Uh. Now, you didn't hear any of that. Another reason you should stay on hold on the Ben Maller Show because you hear the unedited version. Ron was drowning as a caller. It wasn't going well. Boy, this has been interesting. It was bad, 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 bad. And so Ron was just struggling, didn't know how to say Orlando, Cepeda, didn't know how to do that. Uh, And I was getting frustrated. And so I just stopped. I just stopped talking. Ron, for some reason, then he realized, I give him credit because he realized it was not going well. And he was driving 95 miles an hour into a brick wall. And the uh, end was not going to be pleasant. And so Ron, because I didn't respond to him, so he thought I must have hung up and that he hadn't heard the dial tone yet. And so then he got frustrated and just just dropped a big 
ball of bad words. It was wonderful. Uh, we are going to play too much or not enough. So if you want to win a golden ticket, these are very valuable. It's part of the currency of the Ben Maller Show. They have no monetary value, but if you would like to give it a shot, give us a call right now. We'll get to that NFL legend building as well. The number 877-99 on Fox. Too much or not enough. We also have Tinderoni tips with Danny G later in the hour. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here. I'm all choked up. He'll give you the latest, Eddie. Well, Ben, we'll start with college basketball news where Louisville will have to vacate its 2013 National Championship 2012 Final Four appearance as well as revenue and victories between 2011 and 2015 after the NCAA denied its appeal as a result of a sex scandal within the program. They are the first Division I men's basketball program to have to vacate a National Championship. On the court, number 2 Michigan State beat Illinois 81-61. The Spartans clinch at least a share of the Big Ten regular season title with that. Win also in the top 25 victories for number 16 Ohio State, number 18 Rhode Island, and number 21 West Virginia. News from the NFL where the Miami Dolphins use their franchise tag on wide receiver Jarvis Landry, who led the league with 112 receptions last season. He'll make around $16 million for next year. The Jacksonville Jaguars picked up the contract option on tight end Mercedes Lewis for 2018. Titans kicker Ryan Suckups agreed on a five year deal worth $20 million. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have released running back Doug Martin after six seasons. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And then back to the NFL where the Philadelphia Eagles have filed to trademark the term Philly Special. That's not referring to a sandwich. It's uh, the trick play where quarterback Nick Foles caught a TD pass in the Super Bowl. The problem is they're not the first ones to try and do this. Several others have filed their own uh, Uh trademark for the phrase. So they're going to have to wait several months to find out whether they will get the uh, phrase awarded to them or not. The trademark office will have to determine whether the play's name belongs to the Eagles or deserves to be in the public domain. You know you can buy a Philly special shirt. I am aware of that, That has the drawing of the play on it. Yeah. I, I saw that, yeah. Are they selling any shirts in Boston that has the drawing of the play that Tom Brady dropped? Do they have that? You probably can't buy that, right? Not available? I, I don't know. I haven't heard that you can. What Does that have a special name? I don't. I don't yeah. think it's got a special name. No. I, I, you'll be happy to know, Eddie, though, that Tom the Terrible called the, the Boston show. I'm moonlighting. He called the Boston show. Tom the Terrible be, is, believes that Rob Gronkowski should retire because Bill Belichick's going to get him killed because Belichick's a terrible coach. That's his. He, he's called three That's weeks a in a row. Strong take, yeah. It's a very strong take, and it's three weeks in a row, same position. Three weeks in a row, no mm-hmm. new material, same position. Just regurgitate that. Yeah. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Let's do it. Here we go. You want to do it? We can play the game. If we don't play the game here, Danny. You're not going to have Tinderoni tips. I know you're. You want. You would. I, we can no. play the game later, and then we don't have to do Tinderoni no, uh, tips. Uh, uh, it's a little bit of how the hot dogs are made. Yeah. Behind the scenes, Coop was listening back to last week's program because he's like, "What? What happened? Remember, we did a little bit longer of a Valentine's Day edition of Tinderoni tips. Remember, because there was a malfunction with one of the contestants last week." Uh, all right, all right, who cares? I, what, right. what? I don't. I don't have no. I don't care about that. All I have right. no interest in that. You want to play the game or not? Yeah, we, let's go. All right, right, let's play the game. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Too much or not enough? This is the Maller special, not to be confused with the Philly special. 
Isn't the Philly special like a cheesesteak? Right? I mean, that's... Now, do you get it with the nacho cheese, or do you get it? I'm a provolone guy when I get the cheese. Oh, yeah, provolone's good. Not No one, the nacho cheese, no. You don't, it's not good. By the way, Ben, it was just quality control. We're making sure none of last week's questions were used no. already. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. All right, well, let's uh, play the game. Yes, who's going to play the game? We uh, Let's see here. I need new voices. We have the same people that called. Mike in Sherman Oaks. I'll call him a new voice, although I don't think he is. Hello, Mike. What's going on, man? Just enjoying the show, Ben. How yeah, you doing? There you go. But you don't call like every day, Mike. You pick your spots. You're like a once a two week caller, that kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Well, that's right. It's it's like a fine wine. You know, I I like yeah. to pick my spots and uh, and uh, geez, to be on the show, just like having a fine wine that's been been decanted just the right amount of time. Sure, why not? All right. Now, Mike, I know you've been calling L.A. Sports Radio for many, many years. You're a veteran caller to L.A. Sports Radio. Are you still working? You got a gig somewhere? What you What you got going on during the day? Uh, um, well, actually working uh, w- uh, with Norm Pattis right now. Oh, really? So he, wow. Yeah, he's, he's cut me a little bit of uh, a little time, both Ham- wow. I, Hammy alumni and uh, – He's uh, given me his ear along with uh, Adam Carolla and his oh, new venture. Wow. Look at that. And, uh, fingers crossed uh, I might be able to uh, get get a few uh, minutes on a regular basis. Oh, all right. Well, Mike, that's very cool. That's a very powerful person in the the podcasting world. And he sits front row at Laker games. So, yeah. He's a great guy, too. I don't know him, but he seems like a guy. All right. Uh, too much or not enough. Here we go. You go five for five, then you will win two golden tickets. Big deal. Uh, All you have to do is get three out of five right. Here we go. Question number one for Mike in Southern California, just down the road from our Sherman Oaks studios. Due to the punishment from the NCAA, Louisville will have to vacate nine NCAA tournament wins. Is that too much or not enough? I would definitely say too much. He's going to go too much. Is he right? Not enough. Uh, Louisville has to vacate... 15 tournament wins, tied with Kentucky for the most over that particular span of time. But they didn't happen because the NCAA said they didn't happen. Question number two, Frank Reich will now become the third active head coach in the NFL that has won a Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator as he takes over in Indianapolis. Is that too much or not enough? That's not enough. It's going not enough. All right, let's get back on track with that question. Damn. Oh! All right, timeout! Timeout! Call it timeout! Don't tell Rob Manford or Manfred or whatever the hell stupid his name is because uh, let me tell you, I'm calling timeout here. I'm going to the mound, Mike. All right, you're in a tough. So you got to get the next three right, Mike. Okay, here, I'm ready. Here's my advice: whatever you think the answer is, go the other way. That's my advice. Okay. All right. Here okay. We here we go. Question number three: Paul Pierce. Number 34, the 17th number retired by the Boston Celtics. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough. It's going to go not enough. You sure you want to do that? I am. All right. Because I know that is a fact. Not enough. All right. Yeah, that's right. You put it on the board. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Not enough. That's the 22nd number retired by the Celtics most of any NBA. Yeah, they Thank use you. little ba- baby uh, biatch squares over in the uh, garden or whatever. <laughs> yes, they really don't count. 
No, they don't put them up uh, loud and proud like other teams do. All right, question number four for Mike in SoCal. You Darvish, one of the worst big game pitchers I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Disgrace. Uh, you Darvish became the seventh free agent to sign a $100 million deal with the Cubs. Is that too much or not enough for the disaster that is the newest Cub? Even though they do make mistakes, they have not made that many mistakes too much. He's going to go too much. You sure you want to do that? No, I'm not sure. I'll say uh, not. I'll say uh, no, no. I'll not. say not. I'll say. Well, well I'll now say, you're all confused. Why don't you just go with your first answer? Why don't you? Go okay, with... I'll say that's too much. All no right. one's that all right. You're too. All right, there we go. Oh boy. I'm... Almost talked him out of that one. Yeah, too much. You, you had no idea. You were totally guessing. You Darvish is only the fourth $100 million free agent for the Cubbies, but third in the last four off-seasons, the big spending Cubs. Last one. It comes down to this, the Waterloo moment for Mike. You get this one right, you walk off a winner. You are the champion of this particular game, too much or not enough. You get it wrong. You don't tell Norm Pattis. You don't tell Adam Carolla. You don't tell anyone about this. It never happened. Here we go. Question number five. After joining the Rockets, Joe Johnson has now played for five different teams in his career. Is that too much or not enough for the NBA vagabond? Oh, boy, you're slicing it within a team. But I will say not enough for all the golden tickets. Not enough. We only get one if you get it right. You sure you want to do that? Uh, you offered me two. You said two golden tickets. No, if tickets. you got five in a row right, you got two. This is for one. Oh, five in a row. Well, uh, I say <laughs> not enough. He has definitely stamped that passport <laughs> through the uh, right, NBA right, right, more right. than let's, five uh, times. Let's find out right now. That's a winner! <laughs> oh, you're going to hear my headphones. All right. Yeah, that's a winner. I got a golden ticket. Congratulations, <laughs> Mike. You are a very excited winner of Too Much or Not Enough. Joe Johnson, now his seventh different NBA team with the Rockets. Good job by you, Mike. And you are a winner. Good luck on your other endeavors, as they say. Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio. We'll get to that. Your Relationship questions. It's next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It helps keep the show growing and pacifies our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We survived. We made it through not just this show, but that whole Valentine's thing. All right, that was last week, and man, always a tough, tough moment on the calendar, the made-up holiday that is Valentine's Day. But uh, we survived that, and now we can. Pre- we have more pressing matters to get to, and what better place to do it than right here? Yes. Tinderoni tips. In a bit of a dry spell. 
Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. We are simulcasting this not only live on the airwaves of Fox Sports Radio and all our beloved homes, our affiliates that carry this radio show coast to coast, border to border, and beyond internationally, but also on the Periscope app. And it's Eddie on FSR. That's Eddie on FSR on Periscope. Danny G making his way into the studio. We'll have bonus content on Periscope. Make yourself comfortable, Danny. Happy hump day. That's right. It's hump day. I just come in here and keep talking. I don't even know what they, I really don't. I have no idea what, what They all run together no, with you. Yes. I have no idea the day, the time, the place, any of that. But these are actual questions from actual listeners. Is that correct? Correct. And thank you for the uh, direct messages to our listeners who, you know, don't necessarily um, want their full name out there or, Ben, yeah. I've gotten some long paragraphs recently. Ooh, of I love some that. drama, yeah. So I'll and trade I'm, you if you want. I'll trade you. <laughs> I'll and, trade and I'm you. and I'm happy to help. I write back to all the uh, direct messages. You do really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Frank on Twitter says, "I'm uh, talking to a girl." Well, congratulations, Frank. <laughs> what do you think? He's talking. No, there's more to it. He uh, says he's talking to a girl who is a few states away from where I live. Uh, she won't make solid plans, or fly in even when I've offered to help with the ticket. Mm. Uh, says it's a schedule issue, your boss. This depends on where, though. If you're, in, if you're on the East Coast, if you're three states away, like in the Northeast, you're not that far away. True. If you're in the West, that's far. You could be in now, a different time zone. Now, here's what you do, though. So she's saying it's because of her schedule. So, Ben, yeah, you fly to her oh get a hotel yeah. oh look at and that. then you yeah. could be on her busy schedules terms yeah and if she still blows you off with that approach then you know she's not really into you yeah you just ask her she so say when are you available right and then right yeah. now everybody yeah. has you know busy schedules and when you're trying to first get to know somebody if it's long distance it's not the easiest thing but if she, if she really is into you she's gonna make an effort all right chris jr okay uh, on Twitter says, I, up, Junior? I'm dating a woman who won't stop changing how her eyebrows look. <laughs> Can I make this stop? What is that? Eyebrow threading? Is that what that is? Is uh, that you something see, else? You see the eyebrow bars inside malls. And yeah, yeah women women the past few years. This is an epidemic, Big Ben. Well, well you, you should put a stop to it when she comes out with a unibrow. That's when you should put a stop to it. Some some women would look better with Anthony Davis's unibrow rather than what they're going with right now. You see that thick, kind of shaped uh, brow. It looks like two big dark nah, caterpillars above nah, women's nah, eyes. Nah, nah. Not liking it. Just, I don't know. Just say no. Yeah. Just say no. Now it depends how long you've known her. If you just started hanging out with her, you can't say much. But once you're comfortable with her, I would definitely kind of make it. A funny thing and kind of ribber and joke about the eyebrows and she'll get the hint. You should just send her memes of the unibrow from or, the, you know, other or random. Take her to the mall and take her to one of those eyebrow bars and yeah. tell the lady inside, hey, can you fix this? Go like Bert and Ernie. You could do the Bert and Ernie thing. You know, say, hey, remember when you were a kid and you wish to watch uh, Sesame Street? All right, Ladies, just- stop it with the eyebrows. Stop. No more. Yeah. It's cool. No Make them look, you know. You know, nice, and then leave them alone after that. You're listening to Tinderoni Tips. Danny G Radio is in the main studio. We're live on the Periscope app. 
And it's Eddie on FSR on Periscope. You can watch inside the studio. See how beautiful we are on radio. Boys, aren't we good looking? Oh, yeah, sure. For the radio, we are. Troy on Twitter says, my wife says that I need to be more sensitive. Ah. Any tips from you guys? Well, you're coming to the right place. Yeah, well, you're married, Ben. Has your wife ever told you this? Absolutely. <laughs> well, my problem is like I get I, I talk way too much, Danny. I, you know, <laughs> no. I do seven hours yeah. of radio a couple days a week. I don't want to talk to anybody. When I'm well, done with it, I'm done talking. That is it. Right? I get that, but part yeah. of being sensitive is listening to women. Well, I listen. <laughs> I can. I don't want. But she wants me to talk, and I'm like, I right, listen. I do seven hours. I'm good. Now I, I've had a girlfriend in the past where she's like, "It's the little things. Hold my hand and." So if a woman says that, though, then I'm just going to be sar- a sarcastic ass and hold her hand and swing it, <laughs> you know. Um, Do the do Yeah, and, uh, so just, you know, the little things. Take her on some special dates and listen to her and hold her hand and, you know, yeah. all of that lovey-dovey stuff. All right. Packer man. He's a man. He's a Packer. What's up, PM? Uh, Packer man writes in on Twitter. He says, me and my fiance are sick of long winters. What is your pick for the best warm vacation? Well, if money's not a concern, Maui is number one in my book. Uh, more Kauai, the Garden okay. Island, I uh, like that. But if you're uh, if you're on a budget, I would Cancun. Yeah, it doesn't break. Mexico. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. break the bank. And Just that's... don't go off the beaten path and don't drive at night. You're fine, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. You follow. Don't drink the water. Do not ride it. Whatever you do, just say no. We got a massive poop storm in Major League Baseball. A minor tweak to the game. He's upset at him. You're upset with that guy. The commissioner has gone on the record. You'll hear from the commissioner of baseball. It's all about pace of play. It's giving people ulcers around baseball. The players are freaking out. They're fighting back. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the news came down of a six-mound visit limit uh, that was announced, and that, that includes everybody, it's not just the pitching coaches. It's also the manager, the players. Uh, the third baseman goes over to pat the pitcher on the ass, that counts as a mound visit. Uh, if the second baseman comes over to grab some pine tar or whatever's on the mound there behind the pitcher, uh, use the spike to you know clean their cleats or whatever, that's a violation. Uh, so people are upset. People are very upset in, in baseball, which is odd because this seems like a pretty minor deal. Like, you should be able to stay away from the mound. I know it's a center meeting place. I get that concept. I'm not naive to that concept. But the fact that the fact that the uh, the baseball world has become unhinged because of this, I I am amused. I'm amused by all of this. You've got a, a number of players who have opined. They've been asked about it, and they have gone to the nuclear option. Uh, They have gone to the nuclear option, led by Lance McCullers, the Houston Astros pitcher, who is very upset, very upset, and he's upset at everyone. He's upset at the four-letter network. 
He's angry at the commissioner. He seems like he's angry at everybody. Uh, he attacked ESPN, which we like around here. Uh, he ripped ESPN for displaying mound visits of, of Game 7 of the World Series. McCullers of the Astros said that's like this, that's like a standard game. Uh, he, he was upset that they displayed it like it was a standard game. He says, the game that decides everything, and we, he says, as pitchers and catchers have to combat, wait for it, sign stealing. Yes, sign stealing. And then he says, y'all, because he's an Astro, y'all never talk baseball, show baseball, or care. Save your BS for the fertilizer. I edited that first take. (laughs) But wait, there's more. Now, this is a tweet that he deleted, so you know it's good. Uh, McCullers said, quote, you think I want to break rhythm? I guess that's better than breaking wind. You think I want to break rhythm and tempo during a game to talk about signs behind my glove? Back, 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 back. Gone. No. McCullers, with his pouty face, uh, said it is necessary. It's a necessary reaction to an issue we, as pitchers and catchers, are facing. I guess enforcing the integrity by hitting batters is better than an extra four minutes to discuss signs. <laughs> oh, this is great. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. But wait, there's more, right? There's even more from Lance McCullers. He says, this is, this is where it gets even better. He says, everyone wants to blame pace of play on mound visits or time in between pitches. And then McCullers said of the Astros, well, maybe address the, I yelled because he he wrote in all caps, address the real issue at hand instead of trying to cover it up and forcibly insert rules that may affect the integrity of the game and alter the fairness of the game. He yelled and shouted and pouted and all that. All right, well, let's let's discuss. We're going to hear from the commissioner here in a moment, but let's discuss this here. Uh, uh, your thoughts on Lance McCullers. Does he have a point or no point? Uh, well, listen, he, he's, he's, I like the raw emotion. I like the anger. I like the rage, first of all, of Lance McCullers. It was a very appealing Twitter rant. It's astonishing that he feels this way. Uh, it's a, again, it's a minor change. I, I, I get the concept of anything changing. Uh, it, it's a pain. I, I've worked at Fox Sports Radio for almost 20 years, uh, except for the six months and 26 days that they fired me. Uh, and since I've been at the company, they've changed the clock, I don't know, four or five times. And you don't even notice it likely, but they'll, they'll move things around. They'll change the name can't use the word update, have to call it trending, like the little stuff, right? The little things that pop up, and it, it's hectic for a while. It's, it's annoying. It's, you know, all of those things. But then, you know, after, after a, couple of, a couple of weeks or a couple of months, it's just normal. And the same thing's going to apply here in baseball. Let's be reasonable, all right? The second thing is let's be reasonable here uh, that the commissioner – he had that guy following around, uh, the, the guy with the box that has the, the nuclear codes. That guy's following Rob Manfred around, or Manfred, whatever his name is. And, and that person 
Just be open minded. That if, if if the commissioner goes to that guy, he can type the code in, and there's a twenty second pitch clock. How do you think that would go over? Right? You've got Lance McCullers pouting, sulking, and whining because of this mound visit thing, talking about the integrity of the game. Right? Someone give that man a pacifier, please. Someone give Lance McCullers a pacifier. He he. he we need to sing "Rockabye Baby." Because he's huffing and puffing right now, and he's he's not eating his vegetables until they go back to the old way. That's what he's doing. Yes, right. Rockabye baby in the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. Lance McCullers off the mound. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell have no uh, no. Uh, you know they talk about women and you know hell and all that. The the fury of women. How about baseball players? How about <laughs> you can't handle the change? You think I can handle? I can't handle the change. Well, what has the commissioner said about this? Now, uh, Rob Manfred uh, talking in spring training here, the commissioner of baseball, and he addressed on the record. We'll play the full cut here. I think it's interesting because I haven't heard it too many places. The commissioner of baseball uh, giving his reaction to the reaction of the baseball world to his changes in pace of play. Start with pace of game. It's important to go back to first principles. And on pace of game, I think the first and most important principle is that pace of game is a fan issue. Uh, The expectation is that the clubs will keep track of their mound visits. They will stay short of the six, yes. and they will mis- visit the mound thereafter only when they were otherwise prepared to make a pitching change. It is true that under the basic agreement, which we also negotiated with the MLBPA, um, we had the option of proceeding unilaterally on a number of other changes, Ooh. two types of pitch, cl- or a pitch yeah, clock right. and, and a second type of clock that, that related to batters being in the box. Um, we did not proceed with any of the rule changes that we had the right to proceed with unilaterally. Instead, what we did was we reached an understanding with our players. Publicly um, and privately. That's right. Players admitted sound like that um, pace of game was an issue, and it was an issue that we needed to improve on. I thought given that public recognition, um, it was prudent. Uh, to proceed word. in a more limited manner um, to see how we do in 2018 with this more limited set of changes. All right. There's enough of the commissioner. So that's uh, the commissioner of baseball, Bob, Rob Manfred, talking about the change of the game. couple of thoughts on this. All right, number one, it is disingenuous is the word here because baseball is positioning this like it is a fan issue. That is not really true. It's insincere to say that. Let's be be totally transparent here. This is a television issue. Baseball is a television show. Uh, the fan in the stands, generally speaking, is not belly aching. Oh, I wish this game you know would only last two hours and fifteen minutes. That's not going on. The mound visit thing is because baseball hired a research firm. And they determined that every time a catcher goes to the mound and every time the second baseman comes over to give a attaboy to the pitcher, 
Every time that happens, a certain percentage of the viewing audience says, I'm gone. Let me see what's on Netflix. Let me see uh, Let me see if I've recorded anything I want to watch, and they don't come back. And so and there's, a, there's an argument to be made that you don't necessarily have to have the biggest audience. You have to keep the people you have engaged. Like in, in baseball, they've done pretty well, actually, compared to the doom and gloom reports of the past. Um, but they, they, they need the people to engage. And so if you lose a certain percentage of your audience because Gary Sanchez needs to go out seven times uh, and, and go out to the mound and God knows what those conversations are like, or Yadier Molina, that cheating cardinal, Yadier Molina. Remember when he used the stickum on his catching gear last year? I remember that. That's right. The systematic cheating of the St. Louis Cardinals. But studies have studies have shown that it's it's for television, not for the fans. And then the second position I have on this is that the commissioner of baseball, it seemed like he was trying to play the good cop. Right? Like he was pandering to the players, like, hey, I could have done this and I could have done that. And uh, we're working together. And it's like, all I heard from Ma- Rob Manfred was that if you do not follow my well-intentioned plan, then you are really not going to like the bacteria, the poison that I have, and I will, I will put that poison pill uh, into baseball in 2019. So he's like, hey, this is a compromise. But it is disingenuous to a, to a degree. It's the Ben Mather Show on Fox Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie slash Judas Garcia. Right over there. Well, I know you talked about TV, and obviously yes. that's that's the big deal that's, here. I, that's all that matters. Everything else is window dressing. You're right. You're right. I, I I would in a in a way, and you know, I'm not as big of a baseball fan as you are. But you hate baseball. No, no, that's not true. You don't like baseball. No, that's not true. That is true. I do watch baseball, but I even though I'm an older person. You're I can't, not old. You're, you, I can't you got, watch. You act like a young kid. What I are you can't. Talking? I do, but I, I can't watch a baseball game without like my laptop or my phone or yeah. something. That's not the case with football. Oh, or that hockey. is the case with football. No, it's the same not. Way I, I don't do that. No, I don't do that with football or hockey. I actually watch unless it's at halftime or something. But during a baseball game, because it's a slower pace and there's not a lot going on constantly, I, I just can't sit there and stare at the TV at a baseball game and and. And watch that, but I mean, at the, but at the other, uh, the other token is, it's like, shouldn't baseball almost embrace that it's different than everything else? Yeah, they should sell the fact you can be on Facebook and Instagram and not miss anything. You can be on yeah. your phone. No, and you you're will, right. This is great. It's perfect. No, I agree with you. Are you yeah. being sarcastic? No, or I'm being not. Serious? No, I'm, I'm being totally serious here. Like you, you're not going to miss anything. And now that they put netting up, you won't get dinged in the head with a foul ball. So. God, yeah, that's, God forbid you pay attention. Well, but you can't pay attention. That's my, that's my point. It's baseball. It's different. But that's yeah, not, that doesn't mean I it's bad. Pay attention. I those, when I was at those World Series games, up until Game 7, I paid very good attention. Game what seven, about a nine-year-old girl? Game 7 after the top of the first inning because of that stiff, that bum oh, for man. the Chicago Cubs, that rat bastard, you Darvish, that guy. Because of that guy, I was able to uh, spend a lot of quality time on social media. Yeah. Yeah. That's understood. Yeah. Wish him the best with the Cubs. It sounds like. 
That was not I, me. I want, that time no, no. It was I not want me. you, Darvish, to win the Cy Young Award, and I want him to start Game 7 of the World Series for the Cubs because it'll be a little bit of a different outcome than the last Game 7 the Cubs played in well, the World Series. For your sake, I hope so, or else you may, uh, your head pr- might explode. I am praying that that happens. How about that? There you go. It's my deep thought there, Eddie. Yeah. Very, very deep. That's how we do it. Yes? Yes. All right. All right. That's the Ben Mallow Show. We'll take your phone calls if you would like to be part. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. I mentioned a player being hyped up. The mythology, the fairy tale of players happens every year. Uh, the last uh, couple of weeks before the NFL draft, we're still a ways away. It's it's still February. we got to get through March and most of April before the NFL draft. But Josh Allen, did you see the video that went viral of Josh Allen, the Wyoming quarterback who completed 56% of his passes last year and was very mediocre for a mediocre Wyoming team? Could be the top pick. In the NFL draft, there's a video that has gone round and round and round and round, and it shows the former Wyoming quarterback, Josh Allen, from his knees throwing a football 50 yards and hitting the crossbar. (sighs) It's a trick shot video. Great. Is he going to do that in the game? Yes. Yes, Eddie. He's going to do this for the Cleveland Browns. At halftime of games, he'll do. That. He'll come out yeah. at halftime and he'll entertain the drunkards at Browns games. Is what he's going to do. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a good skill. Didn't uh, and Danny will remember this. Didn't uh, Jamarcus Russell? Didn't he do this trick too? Like a throw. Oh, that's how he got. No, he he did this in a game, wasn't it? The Sugar Bowl or, or which bowl game? Well, Eddie, you see bowl. those mountains over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he, that was the the, the against thing. Against Notre that, Dame, right? Wasn't yeah. It against Notre Dame. Yeah. And Charlie Weiss was oh, coaching he, Notre Dame, I think. Maybe he could throw seventy yards yeah. from his knees in the air. And seventy yards, yeah. two of them. Well, he needed the purple <laughs> drink. He didn't have the purple drink. If he had the purple drink, he'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, We'd all be fine with more purple drink. How many trick shots or trick throws could Tom Brady complete? Probably not many. Probably not. Yeah, probably no. not. But he will hit the tight end for a first down on the, with frequency. Yeah. That's a little more important. Depends. Is it an avocado toast day? Oh, good point. Don't be, don't be taking shots at Brady, okay? How dare you. Turn your mic off. Wash your mouth out with soap and water. What's wrong with you? How dare you? Oh, I forgot you're Mr. Boston. That's now. right. That's right. My Bruins, as I said earlier, got a big win last night in Edmonton, Eddie. Come from behind. They got another defenseman, Nate Holden. Eddie, make sure Rangers. He, he never eats any more free food from the L.A. Kings. <laughs> Blasphemy. I got to get out to see the, the Kings. The Kings, have they got off that great start, Eddie, but they've had a little rocky road. They had, a, they had a bigger win than the Bruins last night. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Now, you come back and you beat Edmonton with Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier. No, they're and not, on the, they're not on the team anymore. And Grant that is a huge win. When you go into that hornet's nest in Edmonton and walk out a winner. Yeah. They're not massive good at home. win. Not good at home. Well, there's no Edmonton flu, is that why? Uh no, there's no Winnipeg flu either, and they're one of the best home teams in the NHL. Yes, there is a Winnipeg flu. No. It's the opposite of the Vegas flu. Players don't want to go to Winnipeg and so they don't play well because they're bored out of their mind. No. It's the same thing. You think they'd be laser-focused then? It's the same reason that Utah Jazz do better at home. Players dread going to Salt Lake City. They don't like it. Visiting players don't like going there. They don't perform well. That's why the Jazz are better at home. It's not nothing to do with the altitude. That's the reality. 877-99 on Fox. A upgrade situation. Upgrade situation. We'll get to that, and we will 
do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of The Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program to help add new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to that upgrade story. Also, later this hour, Password, the word game of the stars. But right now, Mark, the full name guy, is somewhere on the mean streets of San Francisco, and he is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Mark, the full name guy. You handle yourself, Ben Maller. <laughs> well, hello, Ben Maller. Uh, I thought you might want to keep me waiting until like one minute to uh, three o'clock, like you do the weed man hippie. We can do that if you want. I uh, that is no, an no, option. No, 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 no. Taking my call. Thank you. All right. Um, you know, I'm just sorry that I didn't get worst caller of the year. You know, being a Dodger hater. You know, when I'm actually a, a an official 1955 Brooklyn born myself. You know, it's okay, Ben Mallard. You should have given me the worst call of the year award, but you didn't. Well, you sound better, Mark. You you don't sound like you're about to die. <laughs> if you go to a doctor, you sound like you're healthier now. I what happened? Better. Yeah, actually, I, uh, it turns out I had a bit of pneumonia there, Ben Mallard. You had you pneumonia? Really was, bad well, last week. And we were goofing yeah, on you, yeah. Yeah, I had some pneumonia, yeah. and I'm getting okay. a little better, yeah. Oh, that's good. And you're on Twitter now. I see you sending random Twitter bombs oh, out. Oh, you yeah. did get those tweets. Yeah. yeah it's got to yeah. be funny. Yeah, you're uh, not. when it came you're, to... You're, uh, you're not funny. Oh, that third rail. You yeah. know, I don't mean to go there. You no, know, that, of course not. That politics stuff. No, why would you I do that? Wondered, if, you know, if I ran into LeBron James, I said, oh, come on, LeBron. Tell me the truth. What do you really think of the president of Mexico? Yeah, I don't think I don't think he knows who the president of Mexico the president is. Of, I don't know Canada yeah. or Chile or. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that you randomly laugh. Just, just yeah. random <laughs> questions, you know, just to be funny. I understand. I mean, you're you're a very funny man. Uh, I'm you're not very... too thrilled about authority figures either. You know, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Well, you and LeBron have a lot in common. You're both re- re- you like rebellion right. and fighting back against the rage against the machine. You're all about that. That's it. Yeah, the Democratic machine, the Republican machine, yeah. the, yeah. the the iPads, the laptops. Well, the let's, not, let's not go. Their, uh, yeah, let's not go crazy here. Let's see. Respirators on. Uh, oh, did you say uh, you said uh, aliens? You want? Oh, no that must mean street. he said aliens. He must want to talk to <laughs> Weed Man, Hippie. Weed Man, are you there, Weed Man? Hey, the aliens are here. I'm telling you, listen to me. There's a cryptocurrency coin called the Mothership and another one called the UFO coin, okay? And what do you think about, Mark, what do you think about that, Mark? Well, I I don't know how he, you know, you had two awful candidates running to uh, filthy <laughs> what? elections. What? Wait a minute. You didn't even listen to what he said. You're talking about something else. One's a cameo, that's one's a no- weed man. Yeah. Oh, that's just terrible. They're the two callers of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dueling laughs. laughs. This is great. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Mark, uh, go away, Mark. All right, I'm, I'm done with you. <laughs> that was great. We had Weedman and Mark, the full name guy, and a laugh off. That was wonderful.
The magic of talk radio. That's why we're doing overnights right there. That's why we're on all night long just for that moment. (laughs) Not quite as good as the night that we had back-to-back snorers and we put them on the air and it was like dueling pianos. It was uh, still better. We got to get back to that point. I need to do more boring radio so we get uh, more, more more snoring on the radio. That's what we need. I'm going to work on that. Well, we have baseball coming up, and I, I'm told I got a long email from a guy. This uh, was it yesterday or or was it two days ago? Uh, that when I do baseball monologues, that he listens, but he takes little naps while I do the monologue, the Mallard monologue. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, we'll just wait till June. If you th- if you think that's good, wait till the month of June because you'll be hearing a lot of Maller monologues about baseball. And July? Oh, man. Oh, man. That is great. That is wonderful. It's the, the Ben Maller Show will have the upgrade situation. We will get to that. Also, later this hour, Password, the Word Game of the Stars. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, in college basketball, Louisville will have to vacate its 2013 National Championship, 2012 Final Four appearance, as well as revenue and victories between 2011 and 2015. After the NCAA denied its appeal as a result of a sex scandal within the program, there are they are the first Division I men's basketball program to have to vacate a national championship. Big day for sex scandals in sports, Eddie. Big yeah. day. Oh, well, that's always uh, very uplifting news. Yes. Uh, number two, Michigan State beat Illinois 81-61. Spartans clinch at least a share of the Big Ten regular season title with that win. Also wins in the top 25 for number 16, Ohio State. Number 18, Rhode Island. Number 21, West Virginia. In the NFL, the Miami Dolphins use their franchise tag on wide receiver Javaris Landry, who led the NFL with 112 receptions last year. He will make around $16 million next season. That's a large, large raise for him. Winter Olympics. I, I think so. That's a pretty good raise. That's similar to my big raise yeah. I'm getting next year, I'm told, here at Fox Sports well, Radio. Well, congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Company's doing very well. The podcast numbers are up. I'm going to get paid. I, I'm happy for you. Yes, thank you. At the Winter Olympics, American skier Lindsey Vaughn took bronze in the downhill in what is expected to be her final Olympic race. And the U.S. men's hockey team lost to the Czech Eddie, Republic. Eddie, am I a bad talk show host? I have not talked about the Olympics at all. Uh, it's your show. You talk yeah. about whatever you want. Not interested. Yeah. Uh, U.S. men's hockey team lost to the Czech Republic 3-2 in a shootout, so they will not make the medal round. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Now, Ben? Yes. In his first interview since suffering a severe spinal injury in early December, Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier said on a podcast that he plans to play football again. Uh-oh. The 25-year-old Shazier underwent spinal stabilization surgery on December the 6th. He's been rehabbing ever since. And Now, was this on Dr. J's podcast? It was, it was, it was not. It was okay. not on Dr. Right. J's podcast. All right. Now, Ben, we all know every great success story involves someone proving a lot of people wrong. And yes. And we wish the best for Ryan Shazier in his recovery, obviously. But, uh, yeah. I, I can't see any way this is, this is going to happen for him, well, unfortunately. He, I, here's his problem. His problem. Not, I, I completely get that he wants to play. The problem is no one will allow him to play. Right? You, you know what I mean? Like, who's going to sign off on that? The, the, from an insurance standpoint, who's going to say, okay, we'll take the liability. You've already, assuming he can even get to the point where he can play, which is probably not ever going to happen anyway. Yeah. But if he could... From a liability, it's it's like the same argument with Chris Bosh. Right. Like Chris Bosh wants to play, but he's got a condition where he has to take medication that makes his uh, blood thin, and, and and it's 
it's an issue of if he starts bleeding, they might not be able to stop the bleeding, and so he can't play. But it's you know, it's the same argument with this guy. So yeah, I know they they say he's still coming to the facility. He's like breaking down film. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he can get into coaching. That's certainly something that could be possible. I guess broadcasting, but, uh, coaching. Yeah, but uh, yeah. and if he wants to use this dream to motivate him to to continue with his rehab and get stronger and better and hopefully have a normal life, that's great. But uh, or you can play in boy, the XFL. Sure. I don't know no, about that. Probably not. No, no. Probably not. Okay. Probably not. They're looking for players though. Would you play in the XFL if they offered you a contract? If they said, hey, we want to put you in the XFL, would you be okay with that? Would you play? Uh, I, I think um, no. I think that wouldn't be smart for my health at this point in my life. What about just like one game? Wouldn't it be fun to play one game just to say you did it, just to have the story? I, I would. It would be one of those things where it sounds fun, yeah. but then after the game you would probably realize that was a really bad idea. What if you were just a long snapper? What if you were just like the on the punt team? I was the, the I was a center in high school, yeah. and so I did snap on the it. punts. And yeah. How hard could that be? Like Those guys last like 30 years in the NFL. They're always the longest tenured player on every team. It's either the yeah. kicker or the specialist that's just the snapper. Well, I, I seriously doubt I could do it at the pro level, but... I would try to do it if they wanted me to do it. Sure, I, I could do that. Yes, well, it's the Long XFL. Snap. That's not really the problem. The key though. question is, what's the paycheck? Hmm. Yeah, it's probably not much. Right? What would the pay? What's the XFL going to pay per game? Well, to be the long snapper for one game in the XFL, it wouldn't have to be much for me to. No, there's uh, promotion though. Do. There's there's the crossover. We're promoting the XFL on the Ben Maller show, national platform. That's worth millions of dollars. Absolutely. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, the upgrade story comes from the gossip mill, the seedy gossip mill of sports television. And there are whispers uh, from little birdies that indicate now that Fox has the Thursday night NFL package for not one, not two, not three, not four, five years, and they're going to be paying over $500 million per year to broadcast Thursday night games. There have been discussions in hushed tones from some television executives that believe Fox is going to attempt to move some of those glorious NFC America's Game of the Week matchups to Thursday, that they are going to work with the NFL. They're going to say, hey, we're paying you $550 million. We don't want to broadcast the slop, the dreck that has been Thursday night football over the last handful of years. We want to make these games better and, and more compelling matchups. And So we're willing to move some of those late afternoon Sunday games that have been the top-rated television window in the NFL. They've been doing great, uh, uh, Fox, the, the late Sunday games, that they're going to move some of those. So that means just Dallas Cowboy games. Right? Doesn't that just mean Dallas Cowboy games? Because those are usually the games that do really well in the ratings. Like anything involving the Cowboys. That's it. That's, that's where the ratings are. Follow the ratings. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Angry Bill who for some reason continues to call. He's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Angry Bill. What about a nine-year-old girl? I overlooked that, Ben. I want to go over this thing with the mound trips with uh, Rod Manfrey. What he doesn't understand, these mound trips, uh, second baseman or third baseman comes into the mound, they do it to relieve the pressure. Oh, the, player walks, the player walks to the mound, 
finds that there's no grass on the mound. Climbs the mound slowly, gets to the top. What does he find? The rubber. But he orders he gets to the end there is to rub up the pitcher's ball. So Rob Manfred doesn't understand. It relieves the pressure to a point, but then the player, all he gets to do is rub up the pitcher's ball. And that's the reason for the mound trips. For those of you that don't know, Angry Bill is 13 years old. He's a 13-year-old boy. He's in, he's in, he's in, junior, he's in junior high school. And uh, I, hope, I hope you make it to high school, Angry Bill. I hope you make it. All right, and here come the special balls. <laughs> ben, ben, one, one tip on um, Kramer, a blind Scott's dog. Oh, now you've moved uh, on to Kramer. You're done with Bella, and well, you, you, really. you're, you're dumping <laughs> Bella for Kramer. You know? Bella gave me the tip. Kramer has STDs. <laughs> yes, so, oh, here we go. <laughs> so right. whatever you do, yeah. and the only, the only way he, Blind Scott found out about it is he quoted from his mommy. All right, thank you. All right. there, there he goes. Uh, that's just wonderful. Meathead Mike next, real quick, then we're going to get the password. Hello, Meathead Mike. Hey, good morning, Ben. How you doing? If I was any better, I'd be Bill, but I wouldn't be angry, Bill, because we just hung up on him, and he stinks. Yeah, he does stink. I agree. Yeah. Right. Hey, uh, I want to talk about the Bills. We've been uh Uh-oh, can we, can we get back to breaking down Kramer? Can we go to <laughs> what, what do you want? What do you want? What, what, what should we say? The Bills made the playoffs. That's all you need. You can go another 20, no, I, 20 I, I, years without making the playoffs. No, I, I know we've been pretty irrelevant. The Patriots have put a stamp on the AFC East, but uh, I want to talk about uh, the draft because uh, I don't think we're in sweet stakes for Kirk Cousins. Uh, I, I heard rumors of Josh Rosen, which I think is a horrible idea given his personality. Yeah, go and go with Baker. Baker Mayfield's the guy that you got to get. Go with Baker Mayfield. That's the guy. Trade yeah, up. You got to trade up to get him. He'd be great. The Bills Mafia would love him. It would be a wonderful marriage, assuming he doesn't stink. Uh, and he'll be there for a long time. It'd be it'd be great. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's the simple answer right there. I've solved all your no, problems. That's, that's, yeah, no, that's what I called about. Because the only thing we were worried about with him, obviously, is the comparison to Johnny Manziel, and we see how he's doing these days. So. Yeah, that's fine. Listen, everyone's different. He's unique, and I don't believe I might be wrong on this that Baker Mayfield comes from the wealth that Johnny Manziel comes from. So that's hey, a, and I, I got. I got another question. For oh, you're you're full of questions. Your meathead full, full Mike is a, a question guy. Yeah. Hey, uh, who was that abomination of a man replacing uh, Eddie Garcia the other day? Oh, Ralph. That? Oh, that's Ralph. Oh. Yeah. No. That guy. That he, guy was horrible. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. I I would never say such things about Ralph at all. That wasn't actually Meathead Mike. That was the program director here at Fox Sports Radio calling in. I don't know why he did. All right. This we, is not the number one station anymore, no, is it's it? it's not. We're going to get to Password, the word game of the stars. We get to that. We do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Let's do it. We got our game show. I'm like Steve Harvey without the money is what I am. That's what I am here. Without the talent, without the money, that's how I roll. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. 
Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And away we go on Password, the word game of the stars. Playing our game today, we have the Matriculator. Hello, Matriculator. How are you doing, guys? Speak up, Matriculator, so we can hear you loud and proud. Hey, I'm loud and proud, Ben. All right. Now that phone's not good, Coop? You're saying no on the phone? Is that what you're it saying? It just confuses me because when I screen these callers, they sound perfectly fine, and then and then I don't know what happens. The cell network in America. That's the problem. Are you on speakerphone matriculator? Take it off a of speakerphone. Yeah, just, just turn that off, maybe, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you think? yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do right. that. All right. So good start. We'll spend all our time figuring out matriculator's phone. We'll have no time for the game. Well, how's that? Oh, my God. You sound like an angel. But not an L.A. angel because they're not a good team. All right. <laughs> Hold on, matriculator. I don't even care what you do. I don't care what you do at this point. And all right, two or four. Two or four. Ah, let's go with four. Why not? I'm, I'll, I'll live dangerously. Hello, Sirius Sean. Hello, friends. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, no time for small talk. Matriculator, who would you like to partner up with, Matriculator? Oh, so many choices. But what the heck, Ben? I'll go off with you since I uh, I give you so much grief on the Twitter. I you know I got to do you a good turn once well, in a while. All right, very kind of you to do that. I appreciate that, Matriculator. And now the big moment of truth here, Sirius Sean. Who are you going to partner up with, Sirius Sean? Okay, Danny, let's go. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh, thank God. All right. Uh, Let's Danny, go, Jenny. Danny. Yeah, here we go. Oh, suddenly, I'm feeling much better. <laughs> you guys are cruel. <laughs> all right. Well, let's play the all game. Right. So, uh, Danny usually does the rules and all yeah, that. So, well, Eddie's going to have to do that. Cooper's going to have to do that here. Everyone, step in. And we have a list of 10 words, uh, guys. And, Matriculator, you were on the air first. So, you have to pick a number between 1 and 10. We start out giving 10 points with every word, we alternate clues. Myself and Danny G. So pick a pick a number, matriculator. Yeah, seven sounds lucky. Number seven. All right, let's go with. Let's see here. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> oh. E Z. Well, I mean, it's not totally easy because you know screw it up. Uh, let's go with. I could use that Maller maneuver actually if I want. If I want to get oh, greedy, yeah, please no, do no. that. No, no, I won't. We do love that. the Maller maneuver. No, I won't. Do uh, that. I'll save the Maller maneuver. I'll no. go uh, assistant. Uh, secretary. No. Ooh. <laughs> okay, you heard. Now, Danny G, if you win this game, I'm not coming in tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sirius. If you win Sean. this game, I'm not coming in. I'm not kidding. I'll take a sick day. Oh, Danny. I'll be Come sick. on, Danny. Let's I know. Go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Kind of the same thing, but a little different. Are you ready, Sirius, Sean? Yes. Assist. Help? Yeah! 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Ben Free Radio tomorrow. It ain't over yet, Danny. I know. It's a good start, though. I All know. right, hurry up. Good job, Sean. Chop, chop. Yeah, okay. stall. Beginner's stall, Danny. Right. Beginner's All right. right, Sean, pick a number one through ten, but not uh, not seven. Four. Number four. <laughs> okay, serious, Sean. Here's your clue. Swashbuckler. Swashbuckler. Um. What could that be? 
What are you, what are you, what are you what the hell are you doing? You're leading the witness. No, I'm not. You are leading the witness. What's wrong it's, it's with you? special circumstances. Um, I would say swirl. No. All right. Uh, what? Let's go. No. Let, all right. <laughs> Matriculator. Buccane- yep. Buccaneer. Pirate. Yeah. All right. Our back. We're tied up. Woo. No, it's 10 to 9. No, it's no. It's oh, I'm sorry. Tied no, up. I'm stupid. Sorry. All right. Uh, here we go. Back to the matriculator. And so we don't have uh, we don't have four and we don't have seven. seven yeah. All right, matriculator. All right, how about number six? All right, word number six. Here we go. Let's uh, bring home a lead here. Uh, let's go with <laughs> what? What are you What are you doing over there? Why Why are you laughing? We're laughing at you. Why? Because you're entertaining. Uh, let's see here. Number six, you said. Yep. All right. I don't think I think this is two words. The clue I want to want to get. Let's go with. Hmm. There's a couple of ways I can go on this. Which way? I'll. All right. Any day. Uh, symbol. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> picture. No. no. All right. Okay, serious, Sean. You and me, focus. right here. Focus. Are you All ready? Right. Yeah. Yep. Ready to go. Pennant. Like the Dodgers won a pennant. Oh, pennant. Oh, wait, you can't say that. Yeah, I can. You can't say You're leading oh, a witness. No, I'm not. Just so he knows what word yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, metal? No. All right. No. Uh, matriculator, uh, let's go with, oh, uh, let's see here. Patriotic. Wag. Yeah, bam, there you go. All right, good job by you. We take the uh, <laughs> Looks like Ben's coming into work tomorrow. Yeah, oh, all right. What it's a great time. comeback. It's back, to, it's back right. to Sean. Go ahead, Sean. All right, Sean. Pick a number. Number one. Number one. Number one. Right. This is very exciting okay. here. Sean, your the clue. Drama. Dangle. Dangle? Dangle. Oh, dangle. Yeah, um, dangle. Um, Swing? All right, uh, and no. We're, we're out of time here. No, the uh, word was actually, it was going to be. Hang. It was going to be hang. Oh, I get to come to work tomorrow. <laughs> a great comfort behind win. Somehow we overcame the odds. That's a winner. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season... 
We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.